You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate you. Uh, a few announcements before I introduce my guest. Uh, number one, uh, go back to the archives, uh, follow the feedback on Instagram and all that good stuff. I just had uh, who they have on. Aaron Cheatham came on again. At, like, it was a late night podcast, but I thought it was dope. Gabe Davis came on. Uh, David Santafonte, bunch of people. So you want to put some faces to the, all these comics? Watch the full episodes on YouTube, the youtube.com slash the feedback. It's all over there. Uh, leave me a review, comment. It really helps me. I ain't making no money doing this. This is all out of my pocket. I don't care about Patreon. I just love to talk to people. Really, it's like that. That's very commendable. Thank that you, is, thank you. It, Nine it, years nowadays, of doing this shit. Yeah, dude, yeah. nowadays that's very commendable. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you, man. thank you. Uh, and let's see what else. Yes, follow Hip Hop Bingo. Uh, the next one's coming up uh, May 22nd. I'm telling you right now, it's the West Coast edition, okay? Uh, we got DJ K. Cali, we got Rudy Davino, uh, Gabe Davis will be the comic, uh, we got Jamaican Food. Uh, I changed the game a little bit, so you're going to love the new format of the game. So I'm telling y'all, we sell out every time, okay? I know Austin likes to grab tickets last minute. Don't do that. They do, do that. care before it starts. Yes, don't yeah. do that. And then I get messages, yo, can I get blah, blah, blah. No, just tell, I'm telling y'all, go to hiphopbingo.live, get your tickets right now. The early birds sold out in like a day, okay? So... Go to hiphopbingo.live, get your tickets, May 22nd, at Native. By the way, so what's, what's the West Coast edition? Is that like NWA, yes, Tupac? Yes, like, Oh, dude. That's Ice dope. Cube, that's Ice dope. T. Oh, that's dope. It's Kendrick Lamar. It's uh, fucking uh, Dr. Dre. It's Warren G. It's Too Short. Beautiful. It's Alcoholics. It's all those guys. Okay? Beautiful. I'm so, from New York, and I still respect that. No, look. Have you done an East Coast edition? Not yet, but you oh, know how big please, that one is? Let me know. No, we did a GOAT edition, and a lot of them are, are East Coast. Who? I mean, I had, I had Rakim, I had L. Cool J, I had Met the Man, Busta Rhymes. I mean, it goes on and on. That's great. So, KRS-One. KRS-One. We had all of those. Boogie so, Down Productions from you, the Bronx. Do you know? if Nas get, is from Queens. Yes. Yeah, dude. I got to introduce him. Yeah, we did this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my guest today, episode 253, I got Tim Warner in the building. Thank, thank you, you for so, coming, man. Dude, thank you so much. No, thank this you. This is great. And you're the type of person that I want to be talking to and working with. Like, just the fact you began, no sponsor. I just do this because I'm into it. Yep. I am so fucking game. So I actually, it is an honor for for you to have me on or for me to be on here. I think that's the best way to say sure, it. Sure, I'll, uh, I'll take dude, it. Dude, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to share time with you. It's no, really no, dope. It's I, really I've been, dope. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while because I've seen you around. I've, see, I've seen you grinding. Uh, and by the way, we're standing. This is the first podcast I've ever done. That's dope. I don't like sitting. I know, I, I know but I, I, I was, congratulations on the, on the, po- on the podcast, by the way. Thank you. The Tim YouTube Warner and Show. Yes. We'll do plugs later. Well, yeah. okay, never mind. Let's get him out of the way. The Tim Warner <laughs> Show on YouTube. Uh, look it up. He just had Mike Cannon on. Yeah. Uh, very funny. A lot of conspiracy shit. Fucking like, beast. Dude's a beast though. No, he is. He really he is. is. I, I love, I, I've seen him. I saw him at a skank fest. Okay, out in Houston. In Houston, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Dope. yeah. So I'm like, it's great that did you did you knew him from back then? I, knew, I, mean, I like knew, you knew him, I knew him when no one knew him. Like, like we were we were doing open mics together. It oh was, really? Yeah, there was a good, I would say like a good six months to a year 
uh, where, yeah, it was me, Mike Cannon, and uh, Chris DeStefano just really? going all over. Yeah. So what about the, yeah. the, the other two Musketeers, uh, Mike Feeney and Brendan Sagalow? Those three are those are like... Those are Mike's boy. I know them uh-huh. very well. But, like, um, those are p- comics that Mike has done podcasts with. Brendan right. and Mike have both opened for him. He's open for them, whatever else. But it's like, yeah, we were always the kind of – I don't know. You just, your people, you gravitate. Towards. Yeah, yeah, And then, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like Chris, dude. I mean, I remember, dude, I remember sitting at Caroline's for the first, like, fucking guest spot he got. Really? And, Chris and, Stuff- yeah. Stefano, yes. who, Mike, just had, who just had a Netflix special correct, drop, like, correct, this week. Correct. And Mike and I, we came. He led us into Caroline's. We sat in the back of the room and watched the set. And, like, wow. Yeah. So I've, it's been fascinating to see, especially, like, those two gentlemen. There's a bunch of others, but, like, it's so fascinating to see their evolution right, and right. so forth. And, and uh, it's been utterly phenomenal. I think uh, Chris's special is everything I've wanted him to do. Really? Yeah. Have you talked to him? Not yet. Last time I talked to him was pre-COVID. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of my people from New York since COVID. You haven't been back to New York? No. Did you want to go, do you want to go no. back? No? No. Why? Well, uh, it's not... New Did York. you burn some bridges? Or no, it's not New York. <laughs> you mean it's not New York? Like ge- ge- geographically, mm-hmm. it's there, and you can drive sure. there, fly there. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the same city, man. It's. it's, are you, are you, it's hold on. Are you, are you talking about as a city or as a comedy scene, or both? Uh, well, you know what? The fact that I'm not really around it and in it, I don't know if I should necessarily speak about what comedy is there now. Okay. Because I don't necessarily know. I still talk to some people. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think uh, the mentality of New York, what when what I moved to New York for no longer exists. There's, uh, especially since like 2015, there was like... Are you this, going all the way back to 2015? Well, there's like this PC kind of shit that came in. And and you can't say this and you can't do that and then and then it's like it's fucking New York, dude. You can get hookers any time of the night. You can get a rubber tire at the at yeah. the pimp shop. Like it's New York. And then when Trump got in, that just kind of escalated a lot of people being like, You can't say this, you can't do that, that is racist, that is homophobic, that is sexist. Mm-hmm. Who are you saying? I wanna cancel you. And um that mentality is something I do not want to be a part of. There's not a lot of discussions. There's a lot of people, especially since all of this shit, that this psychological warfare that's happened in the last three years, uh-huh. I feel there are a lot of people that want to be right instead of just discussing. No one's right. Yeah, I, okay, hold on. This is I know, what, we're exactly, getting into a lot. No, 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 Sorry, this, this is, is what I do. This is good. This is exactly <laughs> why I wanted Tim to come. This is what I do. No, no, this is going to be a good, this is going to be a good show. So um, I'm not refuting anything you're saying. Mm-hmm. It is happening. It is a reality, yeah. right? People just get offended for no reason. Yes. And then they tell you, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say that. Right. Yes. It's happening all over the country. Yes. I think it's it sucks when you're in a big city like New York, where it is a multicultural city, when people, it doesn't add it to, to New York that yes. doesn't really exist anywhere else. I agree. I would, yes, right. Certainly. I grew up in Paris. We're the same way. We're right. very brash. We're like in your face, aggressive. We're like a, a cultural hub of all kinds of people. Like you, you can walk one block in New York, it smells one way, and you walk the next block, and it's a totally different smell. Uh, without a doubt. Yes. I mean, you could literally 
go from different cultures where it's hey, like you're in a yo, Jamaican neighborhood exactly. and the next thing you know, you're in a fucking, you know, uh, uh, Russian neighborhood or Irish neighborhood, exactly. like literally like that. It's went, really beautiful. Th- there's a neighborhood in Harlem that I went to. It's a Senegalese. I forgot what street it is, but it's really for like four or five blocks. It's mm-hmm. Senegal. Like it smells oh, like home. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, not, yeah. Like the restaurants, the shops, yes, everything is all, like back home. Yes. So, Especially so, for you. Yes. Yes. So the thing is, and I, and I get and I, and I get that. And so, yeah, it sucks when you have so many people cramming one place that are supposed to be open-minded, right? And mm-hmm. then some people are like, no, you can't say this, you can't say that. However, I think it... And I'll quote what uh, Ari Shafir said. He said, you know what? It makes comedy dangerous again. Again. Where you actually now you're 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 pushing the envelope just like it was in the eighties and the nineties. Where you're actually saying, Hey, you know what? Fuck what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say my piece. If mm-hmm. you don't like it, go fuck yourself. But I found but I found since living out of a car since election day of 2020 and traveling around the country, like when I left New York, there were people that were like, dude, if you go down South, like they're, they're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to burn you and whatever else. And it's like, I've gone into those places and taken the same mentality that I had in New York when it comes to my act. I didn't change anything differently to appease them. Right. And they still enjoyed it. But like, th- and I think, I think that might be as hard Mm-hmm. or harder than going up in front of people that want to protest you. Like, they're waiting for you to say something wrong. Sure, but those the, the people who are appreciating your your art ha- mm-hmm. as you do it, New York style, Yeah, you're going to have two different reactions. You're going to have the, oh, this is kind of refreshing. Here's a New York guy coming right. to our city and right. telling us how he sees the then world. There's also and there's you. the fuck you. Yeah, and it, 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 it's one or the other. I right? felt both. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And then you land in Austin where it's like, yeah, we're not really, we're Texas, but not really. Yeah, it's, it's a little. Yeah. The, Austin is amazing. I love Austin, Texas. But you, what kind of response have you been getting? The scene is a little LA, little Hollywood, it, which is It's, it's going to get it's worse. Awful. It's going to get worse. But th- where, the response you got, because when I saw you the first mm-hmm. time, I was like, yeah, that's New York style comedy. Yeah. I'd, I'd like it was point. I didn't even know you or nothing. I was like, yeah, this New York style shit. Like I, I recognize <laughs> that. I recognize that attitude when you just get on the mic and speak your truth. I don't. You don't give a fuck who laughs. Well, you hope they laugh, but yes, you, there you, is that element. Like you, but... you, you speak your truth. There's yes. like there, there's that art form to it. Well, dude, we're mo- we are modern day philosophers. Yes, like I was, yes, yeah. I shouldn't say I am per se, but like the greats mm-hmm. that do it. That like it's like. You watch Jordan play, and then you go out on the blacktop and try to play like him. Like, that's how good he is, where you think you can go out and do something like him. Right. You watch a Chappelle special, for example, Patrice, whatever else. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I could do I, I could do that. Yeah. You know? And it's... Um, but Boston and New York have, a, a, a like, a unique, like, school of comedy. Where it's it's no it, it is I know I agree with you it, I just I just went through a moment where like I miss it that's, I, I, that's miss, what I'm saying. I miss that grind that isn't here that the that the evolution of yourself and your act because I think a lot of people don't realize when you get into stand up uh-huh. it isn't necessarily about being funny yes that is part of it but also how much you have to delve into yourself to be unique and to be original, sure. uh, you start learning about yourself 
And I don't think people necessarily know coming into it how much of it is like this kind of psychological thing on yourself. Yeah, it isn't just about it's being funny, your voice. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You, you're going to sound like somebody else at the beginning. Certainly. I mean, I've, I've seen tons of comics, and I'm like, yeah, he's doing CK. You can say the same for Oh, bands. he's doing Chappelle. He's, you can say yeah, the same exactly. thing for TJ, yeah. It, the, the, your influences were, are going to are gonna be the thing that motivate you right. to actually go out and do it. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you start developing your voice, or you just be hack low-hanging through. But hopefully what happens is like you just start evolving. And you start growing and you start because there does come points when like, yeah, okay, you're doing decent. But then you have a set where you fucking bomb and you're like, I never want that to happen again. Mm -hmm. How can I improve? And not that you'll never not bomb again, Uh but those kind of things. It's um, I don't know. It's it's I wish I could really paint the picture of the process for people. You know what? It's really beautiful. No, it it is. I I, I think that. Yes, because the bar the barrier of entry is so low that people get in. I've I've met I've met comics here that are like yeah I'll be on Rogan next month. I'm like shut the fuck up. You started last sure. Monday. Sure. Yeah, they, they exist. They yeah. exist. Yes. But I think that at the end of the day, the the ones who will stick around are the ones who actually understand and respect the craft of it. Yes. And the grind of it. Yes. And at the end of the day, the audience is going to tell you. The audience, like it's it's an equal. We're all on the same footing yeah. here. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. just how much you how much do you want it? How bad do you want it? And how much are you willing to put up with all the bullshit yep. and actually get up there and then eat your heart out and yep. try to be yourself? Yep. That, 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 the, the formula is very simple. I agree. Applying it is what's hard I as agree. fuck. I think it's very Y equals MX plus B. Yeah. But it's finding the Y, the M, the X, and the B. It That's is. the difficult part. But, yeah, it is a formula. I mean, so it's in, like music, like a one four five one chord progression. Like, it's there's a formula. Except that you have to do it in front of people. Yeah. Yeah, you can't sit in your <laughs> you room and yes. practice it right. and then do it. That's the only difference. So, in that vein, then, if you you hone your your craft and you understand it and you've been doing it for a while Mm -hmm. and you see how the state of things are in new york Mm -hmm. where yeah people are gonna get offended fuck them at the end of the day it's you speaking your truth like oh fuck this is actually i think the different okay i think some of the little minor differences are for example there were people getting banned from open mics there yeah and that's where i'm kind of like it's a fucking open mic Literally anyone. Well, New York. There's a lot, but yeah. there's and more also, avenues than any. Than and also, else. I did a lot of work. I did a lot of work like Harlem, Bronx, Queens, and the Lower East Side. Uh-huh. And if anyone knows anything about the Lower East Side, I know it was years ago. But dude, that's where punk started. I was CBGBs? coming up, dude. I was coming up in little black boxes in areas like that uh-huh. around the Lower East Side, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden. There were people going, hey, wait a minute. I, you, can't, you can't say that. You can't talk about race. You're white. And it's like, what? Then find what? a place where you can. Fuck them. Well, there's I, there's no, plenty agree, for everybody. But it's just what, what that place represented and what that place has been. Sure. To what I saw it somewhat transform into. Uh-huh. It's, it's not the same New York. I agree with your mentality. Uh-huh. And there is that fuck em attitude. But when I'm in the punk birth, the birth, somewhat the birth of punk, uh-huh. 
And I got people being like, hey, I don't think you should be ruffling feathers. It's like, well, where else would I do it? Well, if it's- Where else? This is the perfect spot. This is where we're standing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, that's what I don't understand. And then at the same time, how you're like, oh, dude, just fuck them. At the same time, you can leave. Why does it have to be me changing? No, you don't, you don't have to like change. it. Go have a cigarette. There'll be another comic coming up you'll enjoy. But you don't have to change. You don't have to change. Right. You don't have to change. Nobody asking you to change. Right. But I think as in the city, if, if you told me you were in, I don't know, fucking, uh, it's a small ass city in the middle of Kentucky, and there's like one place where everybody does mics, mm-hmm. and it's once a week. I mm-hmm. get it. I'm like, yeah, if, if they say fuck off, where else are you gonna go? But right. You're gonna have to. You have to move. Right. But it's New York City. I think there's 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 plenty of opportunities and plenty of yeah. Stages. But if I want to be gay, right? <laughs> Hear me out. If okay, I want to okay. be gay, I'm gonna go to San Francisco. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. It would be weird if I went to San Francisco and people were telling me I'm doing gay wrong. That's what I think the analogy is. Okay. New York's a place where you go uh-huh. to do, to say those things, to stand out, to, that's where you go. And you then you're telling me when I'm there, you're telling me I'm doing New York wrong. And it's like, what? It's not wrong. You're that's doing, what's you, insane. You, no, you're, no, you're doing them wrong. Right. And that's, and they, and they, but they don't represent your New York. So right. they're do, you're doing them wrong, not New York. Right. And that's what I mean, where it's like, if if I can't go to New York and be an edgy comedian, mm-hmm. right, and push some buttons, then yeah, where else am I going to do it? This is the place to do it. And the fact that there are going to be people going, no, you shouldn't, blew my mind. And now the way that there's so many things coming full circle in the last two three years, where something was a lie a year ago, now it's kind of a truth. So where do you, where do you put me now? Am I unbanned? Because I went on an open mic and I talked about Hunter Biden's laptop. And you guys were like, that's a complete bullshit story. Don't put him on stage. He loves Nazis. He's a Trump supporter. He loves guns. He's a Republican. He doesn't like, uh, he hates gays. He uh, hates binary, whatever it is. And it's like, no. I guess guess the difference is I'm trying to see it as half full. The glass half full. Like, okay, they don't want to fuck with me. I don't fuck with them. Yeah. And so I'll find a place where people want to fuck with me. Yeah. And, 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 and that's and, why I fucking left. No, but I, it, it, it's, 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 it's disheartening. I mean, it, it goes with any, any, anything, right? You're, you're, you're passionate about something and someone comes in and takes it over and you're like, that's not how I remember it. That's right. not what I, I'm used to. It could be about, it could be music. It could be uh, art. It could be painting. It could be TV shows. It could be video games. And you're like, yeah, no, I, this is not what I know, so I'm going to do it somewhere else. But I, I, I think there's still a space because I believe, I really do, I believe that things happen in ways. What I mean by that is we've, caught, we've gone so far on one side that eventually, I don't know when, people will be like, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's go back to at least towards what it used to be. Yeah. Where we can actually be edgy, we can speak our minds without people, you know, getting on our ass for saying things they don't agree with. But I'm just talking here. I'm just trying to have a conversation. But I think I'm trying you're, to... you're seeing that now. No, it is. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it's gonna come back eventually. Yes. Like the, the, everything works in, you know, in waves. You go all the way to the left, and then we'll come all the way back to the right because people are like I'm 
fucking this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. And they got they're gonna lose. That's the thing. Yeah. It's just a phase that people just and this is not necessarily like your target audience in the first place. Like if you want to do Yeah, but you know what? They always were. And that's that's the thing that kind of gets me. Uh-huh. When when I was doing jokes about Bush, they were on board. When I was pointing out some of the imperfections of Barack Obama, they were on board. Mm-hmm. When I was making fun of Trump, they were on board. Mm-hmm. Once COVID happened, I lost them all. Really? Because yeah, because of my stance on it. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, this is your stance was nothing that nobody's nothing heard of. Ridiculous. No, 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 yeah. no, not just that. It's it's nothing that was like you just pull out of your ass kind of thing. Like yeah. th- those were. You know, uh, ideas that people had. They just didn't want to talk about it yes. out in public. And in 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 New York, for example, uh-huh. it's um, there's nothing wrong with liberalness. Uh, I consider myself liberal, mm-hmm. but there's that. I think there's this extreme liberal that's kind of coming out, just like the extreme right. Yeah, I think yeah. there now is like this extreme left, and they ruin fun. They ruin fun. I have fun regardless. You know, I don't need them. Certainly, but like, <laughs> I don't but, but but the thing is now with cell phones and whatever else, yeah, they're but, out there trying to ruin fun. They want to cancel and they want to do this, but, and I just I don't know. I don't I don't know why it matters so much. I don't know if it's because social media and you feel like you're seeing everybody, but I don't. No, like but, here we are talking. Mm-hmm. I don't mean this rudely, but I don't really. Give a fuck what you do in your day. Just don't hurt another person. Don't harm like anyone else. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to do. Like yeah. you want to change your body. You want to be gay. You need an abortion. What, whatever it is. Have at it. But you know what's interesting is that if you think of if you think of the population as a bell curve. Okay. Where most people are in the middle. Yes. Right. Yes. And. The minorities are in the extreme. Yeah, when you, the when, silent when, when, ma- majority. Yeah. When, you, when, you, when you read an article, or if you read it, if you see a headline mm-hmm. on on fucking uh, any website, yep. BuzzFeed, and it said, oh, this and this happened, and Twitter is not having it, and it's like three tweets, right? That's not representative of most people. I agree. It's, it's mostly just people who ain't got shit to do, who just want to bitch. Their life is miserable. The life around their phone is miserable, and they they feel like, oh, I have a voice, so it is my duty to, you know, express it, and then fuck you, I'm going to cancel you, I'm going to do all that. But that's not most people. I agree. Th- th- there's there's the reason why. I agree. No, th- th- there's a reason why. Um, people, I think there's more people gravitating towards comedy now. Mm-hmm. Like there's this resurgence. Especially during COVID, be like, "Yo, this is depressing." I want again modern day philosophers, right? Right. I want to. I want to hear. You know what? You know what? Rogan has to say about this, or what Tony has to say yeah. about this, right? Because we observe the world exactly, and you give a different yes. perspective on something, yep. and it's and they make it funny in the process. Yep. And it, it's always the people who are the furthest from the issue who have the most to say, and yep. you're like, "You are not either. You are not there. It has nothing to do with you." I don't give a fuck what you got to say. I'm going to say my piece regardless. I understand I'm a single white male. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I left New York, been living out of my car since uh, Election Day 2020. 
And during the pandemic and everything else, I've been fortunate enough to travel, I think, 26, 27 states. Oh, wow. So I got to see a lot of different things. In my opinion, I feel like when you see all this chaos and all this racism and all this hatred, Mm -hmm. I really feel it's 5% that they show 95% of the time. Oh, yeah. You know, I I don't think people are as racist as they make it out. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. Sure, sure, sure. But... Dude, for the most part, dude, whether you're in Alabama or whether you're in New York, mm-hmm. Florida, Texas, whatever, dude, people just people just people. They just want to <laughs> live their lives. People are and just try people. to have as much potential as possible. Maybe give their kids a better life than they had. That's what they want. Yeah, they're not sitting there going, "These goddamn black people are ruining my life." No, they're just how can I how can I make my life better? Mm-hmm. There isn't I don't know, but they make it out order out of chaos. So if you, the only way a dictatorship can thrive is if you keep a country divided 50-50. Mm-hmm. So that's the job. Show the violence, show everything else, right. and to make people fucking get on the internet and get heated. Did you, did you uh, hear about the, the troll farms, the Russian troll farms on Facebook? Yeah. You heard about that shit? Yes. Like, it's literally, we're going to press people's buttons online so that they get at each other yep. for no damn reason. Yep. Right? I mean, you saw it during COVID. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. That I, and, and the thing is, there was, first of all, you could have predicted that with the advent of social media, that people were going to have this, it's going to be, there would be no way to really control it, mm-hmm. right? Because there, there's, there's two debates. There's the, hey, at what point are you a platform where people can express themselves freely? And at what point, what's, and the other side is, I'm a company and I can actually do whatever the fuck I want. Right? Yes. And so there's a line there and it's been kind of shifting mm-hmm. back and forth. And so as a consumer, you're like, okay, I, where do I fall and what do I do? How do I interact with this thing? And I think that we were not ready as people to to be given like the keys to this fucking but monster. They were. Yes. But, did, but, but you know what? They did not. Like, not the people, they so. but they they, they knew what we were getting into. Who's they? Oh, I would assume World Economic Forum, Bill Gates and Melinda Foundation, John Hopkins University, all these people that have been literally telling us all the data and all the stats and everything else. The people that are the whoever dressed up in the Easter Bunny costume to tell <laughs> Joe Biden where the fuck he needs to walk. Those are the people in charge of shit. Not Mr. Biden uh, and look. Coppola and whatever else. But I, I think that if you if you stick to okay, what is what what is what issues actually impact me directly as a human being, as a citizen or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Where where is it that I can actually make a difference? Where is it that I can uh uh And what have participate? you concluded? What have you concluded? Yeah, where exactly. can you do that? What, what, what is my what is my contribution to this fucking thing called society? Where can you do that, Back? Where can you do that? In around your neighborhood, in your town. Okay. But nobody gives a shit what you gotta say about what Britney did or what's going on at nationwide. I think people concern themselves with shit that will never affect them. Yeah. All the time. I agree. And then meanwhile, like their neighborhood is shit. Or yep. their family is shit. Yep. Or their city is shit. Yep. And they don't get involved in local politics and I know this corruption, this bullshit going on at every level yep. of society. I get that, but I, I think that there were 
especially during the pandemic, there were like two sides. There was the, hey, yeah, this this fucking sucks, right? We're we're at home. We got to deal with our fucking partner. We can't stand. We thought we were gonna be married for life, right, right, and now right. I've realized I can't stand this bitch. I got to get the fuck out. You know, I'm gonna get a divorce and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, now how do I make things better? Like, what is it? What What are some of the 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 the, the the things that I can do to make either my life better or, or someone's life better around right. me, not online. But not, so many people want to like vote for the president, but they don't want to vote for the red light. Exactly. On the that's what, that's the what I mean. And, and we're all guilty where, of that. that yeah. We're all guilty of that. I get where it's like, well, and, and I will say one really great quality that happened from Trump being elected and, and everyone's reaction to it was there were a lot of just local regular ass people that started getting involved in their city council and mayorships and whatever mm-hmm. else. I just hope that's something that just isn't a hashtag. I hope it's something that like they remember for time. I hope uh, so too. Yeah. I I hope so too. And, and, and then without taking, taking the politics out yeah, yeah, yeah. where like you were saying, people just want to live their life. Right. So that's say it. someone, I've seen so many videos during the pandemic of, oh, it's this little girl's birthday, but she can't have a birthday because, you know, it's lockdown. Mm-hmm. So the everybody's going to drive, take their cars and drive and then honk or, you know, have balloons or whatever and have a birthday, social distance birthday. And you just made this girl's birthday a great birthday and she'll remember that for the rest of her life. It's like there is, I still believe, as much as people are assholes, I still believe in there's some goodness. Overall, they're not. They're just scared. And yes. There's a difference. Yes. You, but- you, you get defensive and maybe possibly mean-spirited mm-hmm. uh, when you're scared. And there's just a lot of people, especially, again, psychological warfare is what was put on us mm-hmm. for the last fucking two and a half years. And it's still continuing with inflation. Ukraine, uh, Biden spinning around in a circle. Uh, not knowing what to say at press conferences, whatever else. People are scared. And so they react in certain ways. And you got to kind of remember it's hard because they're so, it's intense, but it's like, it's not their fault. Like there's a whole, like, for example, the whole generation that's on their cell phones and everything else, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't get mad at them for that. As much as I disagree with it and wish they would kind of look at a tree or whatever else. Uh But if I was given a cell phone at two years old, Uh how would I be? I can't like, I can't get upset with that. Of course you're going to, of course you're going to. Yes. I would get upset at the parents more in a way, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's also made. So it's so difficult for us. You know, you, you've got to, I mean, how many people are working, not just one job, two jobs or whatever else to get by. Uh-huh. And then, and then on top of it, you throw in these little like distractions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's very, it's very well formulated. No, it, it is. And it, and it's a system that can, that feeds itself. I think like the, you don't think we feed it? A little bit, no, like we, they we give do. it to us. No, no, of course, and then of, we course kind of, of, of course, we kind of. No, no, we, no, we do. But the, I, I, I think I, myself included. You know, I I'm not look, trying to act look, like I'm better than anyone here. else. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm a parent, and it's gonna. I'm gonna have this conversation at some point. You're like, yeah, no, no phone. I, I mean, he's four. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you like a a regular phone. That's not smart. And then I right. just need to be able to text and call you. I don't right. need you to be on there 
and checking out some shit. At, at the end of the day, it it it's it's about the information is out there, mm-hmm. and it's whether or not you're willing to do the work and have the conversations and I draw agree. your own conclusions. Well, also to be open minded enough yeah, to that, listen. That is, yes, that's the thing. My dad always says, "You got two ears, one mouth. Listen For twice as much as that's you talk." Right. You that heard that shit. Right. He didn't come up with it, but no. you, you've heard yep. this. You've I've heard, heard this. Yeah, yeah, I've been told that. My grandfather. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So shut the fuck up and pay attention. That yep. that's what it comes down to. Yep. But everybody wants to be the the loudest, the first to say this, the the wittiest. And I'm like, yo, we can just relax, chill the fuck out, pay attention, try to put yourself in someone else's shoes for a second. Just 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 that alone. Yeah. Just that alone. And having nobody's asking you to save the world. People just asking you to have a different perspective and to come to an understanding and and come to an understanding and be like, oh, okay, now I understand where you're coming from. I don't I don't have to agree with it. Nobody's asking you to agree with it. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I I, I had someone on the Internet the other day disagree with something I said, whatever. And they wrote in the comment, they were like, you're wrong. And I was like, first of all. I'm not wrong. You don't agree. Because you saying I'm wrong means that you think you're right. Mm-hmm. That's a bigger issue. Yes. Because I'm not sitting here saying I'm right. I'm just observing something and pointing it out. Uh huh. You may disagree. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. There's And that's a huge difference. <laughs> you know what? This, inter- this, is, this is interesting. I, okay. I, lo- I love this kind of shit, by the way. Okay. We can go for hours. Okay. So I've had this conversation. I moved to this country in 1998. Okay. Straight to Austin. I was 16 years old. Straight from France. Why here? My dad got a job for IBM. So you all, okay. we all moved okay. here. Okay. I didn't have a choice. He's no, in Austin, I was Texas. just curious. No, 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 that's like, that's out fine. of all the places no, in no. America. But, yeah, exactly. Okay, no, so don't get me wrong. I'm glad, IBM. I'm glad I landed here. Right. As opposed to anywhere else in Texas. Yeah. So um, I used to have this conversation with my friends at school. I'd be like, hey, uh, how many continents? Yeah. Uh, like Seven. We're taught five. So here, here, here's what would happen. Okay. I would say, I'm taught five. And and the response I got, I would say 80% of the time was like, well, you're fucking wrong, man. There's seven continents, man. What the fuck, man? I'm like, hold on. I didn't, I didn't say you were wrong. I didn't say I was so right. What, what are your I just said, I just said they were, we were taught yeah. five. What were you taught? So America is one continent. There's so no like whole. North and South. Yeah, America? there's no North and South. There's okay. P- Panama Canal. Okay. That was built. So now we're down to six. Okay. Okay. Um, so Europe, Africa, Asia, and Oceania, which has Australia, yes. New Zealand, and so on, and all the islands, right? Yeah. And so, uh, is that five? Shit. Well, does uh, Australia count as that no, to Aust- you guys? Because Australia is a separate thing to us. Like, it's a yeah, country I, and a continent. I know, which is weird. Yeah. So I, when I would have this this conversation, I would ask questions. Okay. I would get, like, they would fucking go get, yo, no, it's fucked up, man. We're taught seven. I'm like, wait. I'm saying, how come Africa gets a Australia gets a flag and Africa doesn't as a as a continent? That's weird. Where you put New Zealand? How many yeah, how many rings to uh, to Olympic flag? There's a reason why there's five. Right. You know what I mean? All right. And I and, and so they're like, and there was the response was always not always, but for the most part, like, no, you're wrong. I'm like, yo, I'm just talking here. You fucking idiot. Yeah. You what fucking makes you French. think there are five? You fucking <laughs> French motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. You guys lose wars. 
You fucking drink wine and eat we cheese all day. We never wanted the Statue of Liberty, you sir. You don't know shit with your baguettes and croissants and your berets. Get the fuck out of here we with your five. We ripped you off with the Louisiana Purchase. Whatever. But that's what I'm saying. This guy, and I'm yeah. just talking. Yeah. And it, it was as benign and as silly of a conversation. I agree. But I had it for years. I agree. And that some people were like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never so thought what, of it that what way. What are your five? That should be just... What are your five? Yeah, not that, you're wrong. No, fuck no, you. That's what I'm, th- like I did. Where it's like, why do you have five? But let me put let me put it this yeah. way. And I, th- the bigger picture, yes, was always that there's something about. I don't know if it's specific to this country or not. I have a theory that maybe it is that okay. America has always been a enjoys conflict. Hear me out. From there's always been a dichotomy, and there's always the North versus the South. The coast versus the middle of America. There's the gay and the straight. There's the the city and the country. Again, there's 50, black 50. and white. It's always keep a country divided. 50, 50. No, exactly. Yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. there's there's only two parties: Republicans and and Democrats. Coke Everything is two. Burger exactly. King and McDonald's. Exactly. Yeah. Everything is in two, and you have to fall on one side or the other. And nobody likes a fence sitter. If you can't make up your mind about something, gay marriage. Uh, uh, minimum uh, income. What's the thing? UBI. Yeah. What? Yeah. Universal income. Universal no, well, base income. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, what? Uh, if there's an issue, and you don't fall on one side or the other, yeah, you're like you're weird. People are like, yeah, pussy. Come on, make up yeah. your mind. Like everybody's telling you this is the right side, and yeah. then somebody else telling you no, this is the right side. Right. And then history will judge, but. For you to even be like, oh no! If you're this, you gotta you gotta fall under A, B, C, and D, and then that's it. If you fall outside of that, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. But nobody's one thing. I agree. And it's I've noticed this since I got to this country twenty some years ago, and it's hard to have a conversation where everything is just so polarized. Yeah, and I came up I came up in an era. I was fortunate enough that I feel I came up in an era where. We ask questions. Oh, man. Like, I want, like, you can say a thing. I want to know where that's coming from because, like, I don't know. This is, this may be a dumb example, but it's like, if someone's racist, right? Mm -hmm. My first instinct isn't to be like, you're wrong. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I want to know where that came from because it doesn't have, in my opinion, it rarely has anything to do with the actual race. There's some other shit in their sure. childhood. You're scared of big black cocks. Right. Something. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, but that's it's, what it, it is. It could be. Yeah. It could that's be. You're what it threatened is. by big black yeah. dicks. You're not threatened by that black dude over there. Yeah. There's something in here. So I've always been asking questions about it. Uh-huh. I want to know where you're coming from because I also, A, I should know my enemies, right? And I should know my friends. Like yeah, I but, should, but know where they're coming from. Okay, go, go keep on. But it's just because that's where you start getting the polarizing arguments. Where I just go, "You are this," yeah. And now I'm just going to yell at you. Where it's like, "Well, wait a minute." Like, all right. So, for example, a lot of people get upset if someone supports Trump, right? Well, why do you? One thing I learned while leaving the country, it mm-hmm. wasn't that necessarily people supported Trump. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to make sure they had a fucking meal on the table, mm-hmm. and Trump spoke to him. And that guy, economy wise, mm-hmm. business wise, with this country, did that for them. That's what they were into. 
when he's sitting there fucking saying shit about Proud Boys or whatever else, uh-huh. ah, they're cringing. But at the same time, it's like, dude, my kid's healthy. I have food on the table. That's what it's about for me. It, it, yes, maybe I voted for him, but it's because of that. It's not because I oh, fucking... You did? No, not me personally, oh. <laughs> but those people. I, I, always vote, I always vote third party. Oh, okay. Always. Except for 2008, I did vote for uh, Obama. I got duped and voted for Obama in that first Good time. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a beautiful moment. I danced on a bus in New York City. Really? Dude, we were doing this. We were doing this show in the Lower East Side, uh, one of my favorite places in the fucking universe, uh, under St. Mark's Theater. Mm-hmm. And I was I perform there all the time. Those people there are fucking unbelievable to me. Like I could show up there now and they would be like, let's do a show. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. So we were doing a show that night mm-hmm. and the election results are coming in. And then when Barack officially won, they stopped doing the show, mm-hmm. went out to the streets. Mm-hmm. So we got musicians coming out with guitars, singing like Beatles songs. It was almost like the it was fucking. Kumbaya, it was a kumbaya dude, moment. It was yeah. amazing, and and what I loved is you had all these people. I mean, the streets, uh-huh. like we were on St. Mark's and First Ave. Nothing but people, cars. You can't move now. Yeah, they're just cars are just sitting there. The bus was just sitting there, so I had a couple people boost me up, uh-huh. and I fucking danced on a bus in New York City that night, and just everyone you saw, you hugged. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was worldwide. That was amazing. Yeah. The rest of it wasn't as great. But man, that one night, I, I would not trade that for anything else in it the was universe, beautiful. dude. It was, it was amazing. Hold on. So do you know that you heard a story? I forgot the dude's name uh, who converted a bunch of um, KKK members. You heard that story? What do you mean converted? Converted them. Like they, they, they weren't KKK no, they and then were, he made no, them? No, they, or they were. were. Black guy. He's a black musician, jazz musician. Okay. He's a black jazz musician. And uh, he was doing a show in a, sit in a town and he had one of his buddies because, hey, come on and sit down with us. And he sat down and one of his buddy's friends told him straight up, oh, I've never, it's my first time sitting down with a black guy. Hmm. Okay. And it come to find out that he was a KKK member. Hmm. He was a member of the KKK. Okay. And so this black jazz musician started to like, he, they became friends. They became friends. And they would have this, they would have the conversation. So the, the, I forgot his name. It will come back to me. Uh, but he was, he said, okay, so this guy's a KKK member. So I can assume A, B, C, and D about this guy. He hates black people. He hates Jews. He hates gays, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then he goes, why would he hate me? He doesn't know me. Right. Like what on what basis? How can he look at me and be like, I hate this guy. I don't even know him. And he's like, OK, so maybe he just doesn't know, doesn't know me. So let me talk to him. Talks to him. And then he goes, so what is it about like, what is it about me that that you hate? And the guy was like, well, you know, black black people, they have this this violent gene that like, you know, they're rapists, they're violent, blah, 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 blah. And the dude's like, man, I wish I remember his name. The musician, musician is like, well, uh, I'm none of those things. I'm not violent or anything like that. And the guy goes, well, it was because your 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 gene hasn't act- activated yet. Hold on, hold on, it gets better. It gets better. 
and and, and, and I so, believe in conspiracy. No, no, and no, I find no, this ridiculous. No, hold on. It, it, it gets better. It gets better because, and then the musician goes, "Well, hold on. When I think, when I think back, think of all the serial killers, the mass murderers. What? Uh, is there any black ones? Can you name a black one?" And the guy goes, "No." Well, I can assume the same thing. All white people or mass murderers and rapists and fucking cannibals. serial killers, cannibals, yeah. all that shit. And he goes, "Yeah, but I'm not like that." And the black guy goes, "Well." Because Eugene has it activated yet too. So, Brilliant. so what the fuck? Brilliant. Callback. So, so yeah. this, so this, this musician started. He wrote a book. He did a whole documentary, and he was literally hanging out with KKK folks. Like he, w- they would invite him to cross burnings, and then, and this is what happened. A lot of a lot of the Sorry, KKK folks, weird. a lot of the KKK yeah. members that he became friends with. I mean, what I mean, friends, I mean, invite them to dinner, friends. Certainly. Like, on that level. Hanging out with families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They gave up their robes. No they, shit. Seriously. And I'm talking about, like, hundreds of them. That is that is Read his story. Uh, he was on yeah, Rogan a couple gonna, times. That's amazing. But th- this is what I mean by, here are two people who have nothing to do with each other. They're on both sides of a pretty severe line. Like, yep. this is, like, historically, like, they can't be more s- separate, yes. right? Yeah. And then they talk and they have an understanding. Oh, I see where you're coming from. You just don't get it. Oh, I see where you're coming from. Oh, all right. We're just trying to live. Yeah. Kumbaya. Fuck the KKK. Yeah. I retire. Hey, what up? Let's go have some barbecue. That's dope. It's, read about it. It's fucking fascinating. That's really dope. But this is a rare thing today because everything is digital. So yeah. the kind of... Like you can't translate uh, uh, tone uh, and intent via text. It, it just can't happen. I, I, I kind of not that I hate texting, but it's like that's a that's a thing I find. Whereas uh, sometimes can't. sometimes people like my sarcasm comes across as a dick or like, but it's like if I said it to you. Exactly. You would have been like, oh my God, I love it. I mean, how yeah. many times you text me like, oh, maybe if, if someone can read that wrong. I yeah, know what oh, I meant. Million percent. I know yeah. what I meant, right? Yes. I, I just meant, hey, let, 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 let's meet up at, at two o'clock. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you give me orders yeah, but, now? You know, the thing is, the last two and a half, three years, you know, I mean, here you're kind of spoiled, but a lot of the other countries, especially up in the north, in the west, dude, they weren't doing what we've been doing oh yeah so now they're starting to come back out and i kind of think people don't necessarily know how to hang out with people but that's okay right now let, they, like, let, let them relearn i think that's why you're having like will smith and that dude at the Chappelle, and there was some chick who tried running up to a ufc fucking cage and got drilled really? by security guy oh it's, oh it's it's dude that's a beautiful youtube <laughs> that, that, that is a this girl move. gets fucking linebackered by the dude and she runs up trying it. to get into the cage and it's like yeah that's two and a half three years of this isolation and whatever else and people kind of don't know how to act but we're not we're not meant to be isolated as i agree as a species. how do you punish a prisoner you put them in a solitary confinement correct that's it and they did this to a whole world you treat us you treated us like prisoners and put us in isolation yeah yeah dude that is not good. No, no. It, nobody said. Nobody thinks it's good. 
Nobody. Oh, no, there are. No, 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 no. There are some I, people that think it's a wonderful idea okay. that we should still be doing right now. Okay, maybe Amazon. Because there's a <laughs> there's a new variant somewhere in fucking Sweden right now or something. So we might nah. have to fucking lock down again. Nah. Government, give us money. I think I, I think it's, uh, put it this way. It, 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 maybe that's just my mindset. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to, like, impose that on anybody. But if you see things as an opportunity to grow as a human being and be like, oh, shit, I'm at home. I mean, I but you have to, to see that. No, no, I, I know, I know. But it all it's, it's the same as uh, what we were saying earlier about, yeah, there's information out there. Yeah. There's conversations to be had. There's people. Yeah. We have a need to connect. Like there's no, there's a reason why there's, there's clubs and there's teams and there's sports and there's there's yeah class there's all that hug yeah handshake (laughs) i mean kiss there's a reason why we do these things we go to concerts together nobody wants to be alone at a concert yeah there's a reason why we're like that we're meant to be tribal we're meant to be around other people that's just the way we are yeah so what i loved about the 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 pandemic is that people find new ways to connect Mm mm-hmm some were more productive than others, but yeah. there were ways to connect regardless. So I'm like, all right, get, let's get let's get fucking creative. If you go on, if you if you if you're a comic and you choose to do comedy via Zoom and that's your way to still practice your shit, then so be it. If you want to do it in front of cars, then fuck it, so I be did it. That. Yeah, yo, I, I didn't, but I know I loved people it. did. Really? Yeah, I'm one of the rare people that loved it, and I can tell you why. There's there's because like for example. Um, I don't know if you have like either featured or headlined on a weekend, like at a club. But if not, if, I have no way right, So when people come in on a Friday, Saturday night, uh-huh. they wear their Sunday's best. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can look at those people and you kind of make a judgment, you know, will this material work with them, whatever else. Uh-huh. When I see your car. Are you judge the car? <laughs> I don't know, no, but I know who you are. You mean you a, can a, wear, a Prius you can versus wear, F-150? You can wear all the outfits you want. Uh-huh. But when I see your car, uh-huh. I know who you are. And it's not a judgment thing. It's just sure. it's just knowing the audience. So, like, I loved seeing, all right, Nissan Prism. I know who you are. Oh, there's a Cadillac. Uh, there's, I know there's who the you F-150. are. There's an F-150. Right. <laughs> I know who you are. Right. And uh, I love that. Like, I heckled the cars. I would sit there. If I saw a license plate... And it was like Arizona 5G278. Why aren't you enjoying this? Like I'm up here. Like I, I loved it. So, I loved it. There you go. So that's what I mean by that's an opportunity. I don't want to do it all the time. No, of course, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> no one likes to talk to fucking cars. Yeah. But uh, what I'm saying, you, you turn it around because I, I really think that we, we come up with shit all the time. Yeah. And who is going to be creative about it? Who's going to yeah. be the one who's going to like, oh, you know what? This is how we used to do things. Now we're in this predicament. But Everybody see, else is. And this is how I'm going to do things now. But that's also how I, I was doing pandemic shows before the pandemic. So, like, for, in, exa- for example, dude, I remember there was one summer uh-huh. for 10 weeks. Uh-huh. There was a group of us that went to Washington Square Park at fucking 2 o'clock on Saturday uh-huh. and just start a show. There you go. Out of nowhere. Some gorilla shit. You know, we'd have uh, this great dude, uh, fucking Master Lee. He would come out and he did like a lot of uh, like fire juggling mm-hmm. and like street performance in a way that mm-hmm. kind of garnered the audience, you know. Mm-hmm. And we maybe put up a musician for a couple songs, mm-hmm. then put up a comic, and then maybe a poet, another musician, then a comic, mm-hmm. and we would just but we would just start it. 
and just go. Yeah. And what I learned from doing outside shows mm-hmm. made any inside show non-threatening. There you go. You know, so it's like when when all of a sudden people were like, dude, you want to perform on a rooftop? Dude, do you want to perform in a park? Do you want to do cars? It's like, dude, I've been doing this for years. Of course. Sure. Fine. Great. I've done it. I've gone to laundromats, done a set like I've done all of this. So if this is how you guys want to do this now, fine. The only thing I didn't like about the car thing was there's no amplification because they, they come pick to the radio, it. yeah. So you, oh. so you're speaking into a mic, mm-hmm. and it, it's you can't it's hear really just like this. Yeah, like you can't hear a fucking thing, and that's kind of a mind fuck because in comedy you can always at least hear yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I thought that was that kind of threw me off in a way. But dude, I loved. I loved doing all those kind of shows. Okay. I loved showing up to Tampa and performing on the shore of a beach. Like, I just, I loved it. I thought, I, I just, let's go for it. So, I'm bringing full circle. Sure, go back please. to the original point. Please. Which is, given the state of things now, yeah. and uh, it is a reality, but I think at the end of the day, comedy will find its way. Yeah. There's no, like, when you see comics are now releasing everything for free on YouTube, because fuck Netflix and fuck HBO. They're not the gatekeepers no more. Right. What Andrew Schultz did is like, holy it's, shit. It's like, tremendous. change the game. It's tremendous. Change the game. And there's a lot of others out there. Oh, you know. Look, I remember when Louis C.K. released a special on his website. At yeah. five bucks. Just go to my website, yep. louisck.com, and get my special. Yep. And I remember back in my day, you might remember this actually, maybe, maybe not. You said 98. But I remember when Pearl Jam. Uh, had the big lawsuit against Ticketmaster. Oh, no, I don't know that yeah. one. Yeah, okay. so, for example, Radiohead was able to sell their albums or whatever else for five bucks off their website the same way that Louie did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that started because Pearl Jam fought Ticketmaster, which is a monopoly in, yes. the, in, in the fucking yeah, ticket industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they won and then were able to sell their tickets for 20 bucks, 15 bucks through their website and everything else. And that was a lot of things that started that kind of, the, that kind of catalyst, that kind of uh, grassroots yeah. in a way. It always, it's always going to be bottom up. Yep. And somebody's going to, somebody's going to come up with an idea. Yep. And, and everything's people... dying that exactly. we've been used to. Television is fucking dying in the way they broadcast it uh-huh. is fucking dying. And you're watching them, grasp on to their last fucking it's really Wait. fast whether it's news sports uh-huh. comedy i mean dude today tom brady whenever he wants to retire fox news 10 years 375 million dollars for tom brady to broadcast games that's more money than he made as a football player in 23 years you know i, I have a the thing is, because they're how, worried because football is going to end up going to Paramount Plus or uh-huh. a Netflix or an Amazon. Uh-huh. NBC is no longer going to be NBC. It's going to be Hulu. It's going to be Good. CBS might be Paramount. You Good. know what I mean? Good. I agree. Because, no, I agree. because you know what? It pushes, and then YouTube on top of it. Yeah, and then and then it's going to push people to be to be innovative. Yeah. Think about where Netflix came from, where you have to you you were rented you rented videos right. uh, DVDs, DVDs and you put it in the box and then mail it to you and all that stuff, right? And they were like, you know what? Fuck live TV. Watch it whenever you want. Oh, okay. On demand. Sweet. And then, uh, look, I always remember this. I worked for a radio station. 
here in Austin mm-hmm. for Intercom, which is like what the second or third yeah. biggest, right. like after iHeart, right? After, uh, and then Clear Channel. Yeah, Clear I Channel, iHeart, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. and, yeah. and then Intercom. Yes. And uh, I was two weeks in. I was two weeks in. And the, the, the CEO came down to Austin. And I, this is 2016. This is 2016. Okay. And I said, uh, and he did a Q&A at the end of his fucking speech. And I said, hey, man, are you going to invest in podcasts at all? Like, try to get to, and he's like, no, nah, that's not in our roadmap. I'm like, you're fucked? Yep. You're fucked? Yeah. Because I swear to God, six months later, I heard radio. Yes. Had a huge billboard. Yeah, when, you, when, when you when you take the when you take the the bridge from LaGuardia to to Harlem, huge billboard. I heard radio. We have podcast. Yes, yes. And I said, "You're fucked, Intercom. You want to you want to get a bunch of like sports radio stations when people are and now you're like, oh, we got to do podcasts. I'm like, fuck, you're late. Yeah, too fucking late. Yeah. So here's the thing. The I think what happens is. Institutions are always like to catch on to the new thing. The new thing is always going to come from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then the top is going to go, oh, shit. Now we got to make long distance calls for free because somebody said. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so it levels the playing field and it's always going to come for the bottom. And then people are going to be like, wait until like late night shows are fucking garbage now. Yep. Late night like talk shows are garbage, right? Yep. News shows are garbage. Where people get the news now? They get it from Twitter. They get it from like independent websites. Yep. They get it from those places. So fuck CNN. Yep. You know, fuck Don Lemon. Fuck MSNBC. I don't care how what Whether side you're on. Whether they do the Young Turks. It doesn't matter. Or like Tim Pool. It doesn't ben matter. Shapiro, whatever it, it doesn't is. matter. Uh, Russell Brand has a great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like you, you want to get your information from a, a source that. Real. Exactly. We want and, and authentic real. and authentic. Yes. Authentic. And and when like for one of my great examples, dude, I think like, you know, you watch a lot of these sports talking heads. Oh, uh, they don't say shit. Right? They're yelling at each other, whatever. I, I don't want right. Them. And, and so you have the uh NFL draft. It's on ESPN, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you got all these people talking about it in this business corporate way. And then you can go on YouTube and you can watch the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a draft spectacular. Mm-hmm. They're all dressed up in dumb costumes. Mm-hmm. They have skits throughout the thing. They also go over draft picks. And it's like, that's how people would be in a bar. Is that Barstool? That's pretty much a Barstool. He came is. from Barstool. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's okay. not with yeah. him now. But yeah, he came from so that. that. But like, that's what I think the future is. Yeah. It's not going to be Skip Bayless and Shannon. As much as I love Shannon, I hate Skip. As much as I love Shannon, like, I think that kind of like, yeah, having a draft spectacular on YouTube, uh-huh. I think is going. That's the future. I mean, look at. I mean, of course, the obvious case is Rogan, where he has more audience than, than all the fucking news. You could take CNN and MSNBC and combine put them together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, I did, look, I watch my number one. I don't Google anymore. I YouTube shit. I I, 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 wa- that, I watch. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get into. You know how many I've watched more documentaries. On YouTube, than Hulu or Paramount Plus or Netflix. All of them combined. I, I, like yeah. I watch this shit on Netflix because oh everybody's talking about the the Tinder swindler. All right, fuck it. I guess I'll check it out. They didn't pass out halfway. I, I'm so I know glad some of I it. Don't know what you're talking. About. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, but you get on YouTube and I I, I found like 
like I'm a I'm a I'm a nerd. I love video games. I found this 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 guy who's like a video game historian. He puts together his own shit, and he did like an hour and a half uh, documentary about the story of Tetris. Interesting. And that shit could be a movie. Yeah. And the, it's it's well produced, yep. well narrated, with documentation, yep. with proofs and facts and footage. Yep. And everything. And I'm like, yeah, I watched that. Yeah. If tomorrow Hulu did a documentary about Tetris, I'd be like, fuck off. This guy yep. already did it. Yeah. yeah. So again, from the ground up, and then the top will follow eventually and catch on. Yeah, I mean, they always do. They always do. So but it's very, it's very hard to, it's very hard to take that independent route. And like one thing I've always said, mm-hmm. comedy is easy. Believing in yourself is hard. Oh, I like that. That's the most you, difficult You, you want to sell merch for your shirt? I know. I should make <laughs> it a shirt. Your shirt. I should. But, I mean, I'm sorry. That is the fucking truth. Again, we we said it was a formula. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming up with jokes and writing jokes, fucking easy. Yep. Going up in front of people and delivering it and believing that they're going to laugh. And, and even after you have a shit set and to go up again and believe, that is fucking that is what's difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, everything and, else is cake. Yo, so I, I, if you can believe in yourself, you win. Yeah. You fucking win. Despite what people say, for some reason, I don't understand it. Some reason, people, not all of them, but it's just people like to be haters. And they, you, you, okay, so like I'm 44 now, and I'm starting to hear a lot of talk where it's like, dude, you've been doing this long enough. You should quit. And yeah. I'm just like, Who the fuck no, are they? yeah. Who cares? Oh, it's my family. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, Timmy, Timmy boy. But I don't. Yeah, but it's like, obviously, it's a shame. You raised me, and you don't know me. You really think I'm a dude that would be excited about marriage and kids and a routine? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a rut teen to me, where you're just in a rut and you scheduled your rut into yeah. place i like the fact hey you know what i may not have the most responsible life i may be a fucking 44 year old boy but you know what i have a lot of freedom and you're happy um Sometimes. i'm getting there i'm getting there i had a rough three months um i recently had my dad pass and whenever oh, i'm sorry was, man. it's great don't be sorry it okay. was a whole it's great it's great his dad passed everybody party up <laughs> Cheers, everybody. He's fucking but, Mr. I mean, Warner has passed away. It's a thing that happens. I don't mean that it's great, but it's like. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's, it, it happens. Not, in yes, life. sure. Um, You've accepted. But the aftermath of it was really rough. And uh, I had a tough three months, but I've, I've uh, I dragged myself out of it. And I'm here now, and I'm, I'm at par right now. Good. Which is great. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to get better, but it took, it took a long time. But I am content. With the okay, life I have, maybe content I, is yeah. a better word than happy. So yeah. uh, it, it's. Um, so I don't know if I'll ever be happy. Like, there's, no, I'm a, I'm a person that's like, dude, I can always no, approve that. I can always approve. Well, that. You know what I mean? I'm ha- very ha- hard on myself. No, no, I'm very hard on myself. Happy is not a constant state. Happy is a moment. Well, I think it's a choice. Well, it is, but it's also it's a, a moment. Feeling. It doesn't. It, it doesn't last. It's like well, again, it's a choice. If you choose it oh, to make it last, yeah. it will. Look. I can have my dad die and everything that happened with it, uh-huh. right? I can sit here and be utterly depressed uh-huh. and be angry and whatever else. Those are choices I'm making. Like feelings aren't just 
Oh, it just, here's my emotions. No, you're choosing that. So when I stepped back and I was like, hey, man, I don't, I do not want to be angry about this anymore. I don't want to be sad anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose a happier route. I know that's kind of dark, but it's like, yeah, a happier route than this. And it's a choice. I wake up in the morning. You can either see a cloudy day and Mm -hmm. go, ah, this day's going to suck. Or you can see a cloudy day and go, hey, man, there's nothing but potential today. Like anything can happen. Just like the city of New York. Yeah. Anything can <laughs> yes, happen. Yes, I did it. Yeah. I anything did it. I brought happen. it back. I brought it back. Just like the city of New York. Full circle. My job here is done, folks. No, <laughs> but I do think it's a choice. And I think a lot of times, my believe me, I am as guilty. Uh-huh. But we get caught up in emotions instead of just choosing like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be a dick to people. That's a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what happened to you, what mood you're in, it's all a choice. You can, you could lose your job, have your wife divorce you and still be nice to the person you get food from. Yeah. You know, or you could take all of that shit and throw it onto them. That's not a feeling. That's a choice. Yeah. Everything. And I don't, I don't, I think feel, I don't like that word feelings anymore. I think they're choices. And I'm trying to choose happiness. It's not easy to do, but I am trying to choose it. Ah, there, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Because you tell that to someone who's fucking depressed. Yeah, yeah fucking choose happiness. Like, what's wrong with you? But if you say try, no, 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 look, if look, try, try it. Trust me, I, I've, I know a lot of people who went through a lot of shit mm-hmm. in the in the past couple of years. And this is this is and a a lot of times it's things that have been lingering for decades and then it all came crashing during those two years, right? Yes. I get yes. that. But and I I experienced firsthand being with somebody who was going through something pretty traumatic. And I get it. And yeah. then you're like, yo, why don't you just fucking get up and walk around or go do I this don't. or go do that? And 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 it's it's so and you, you can't that's when it's like I can't put myself in your shoes, so I think I know better. I'm gonna tell you, yeah. But on the receiving end, it's like motherfucker, that's not what I need right now. I can't even get out of my bed. Yeah, and and believe me, I w- I remember like when I came back here, um, you know, after he died in the wake, and I came back uh, to Austin. I was by myself. I'm staying in a car. I'm in Walmart. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's people I know here mm-hmm. at the time. Do I have friends? No, not mm-hmm. really. And I felt it in me. Like, I knew I was off. I Mm -hmm. knew I was depressed. I knew it. And the thing that I feared was, I know I'm putting myself in this thought process. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. I can't get myself out. Like, I'm very aware I'm depressing me. Right. But I'm scared... I can't you can't get out. Get out of that. Yep. And that's the thing with depression. I think people are aware they're depressed. Yeah. But there's that I don't know if I can. You can, but again, it's just like with the comedy belief thing. You believing believe in, in yourself. yourself. Yeah. You, and and it's the hardest thing to believe in yourself. You can believe in other people easy. Uh-huh. Because there's some kind of gratification that you get. There's a reward. But with yourself, it just takes longer to get that gratification so people don't necessarily settle in for it yep. the way you would another person. But it is very difficult to believe in yourself. It is. And it, it's, it, it's, it's important, too. And it's – it's uh, but if, if you think of it, 
like as a process, not as as an as an end goal. Like, oh yeah, now I'm happy, I'm good, kind of thing. It's oh, like, that- it's, no, 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 doesn't work that way. Right, it doesn't work that way. It's like, okay, the choice is actually the choice becomes what do you do? What are the small things that you can do yeah. today, right now? That will at least eh, a notch happier or 1%. shitty, shitty, like less shitty. One percent. No, not not even happier. Less shitty. Yeah, less shitty. Yeah. That, that, that's it. And and what I, 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 a lot of my friends that went through a lot of sh- and myself myself included is like find small things. People like to make things to be big, like mm-hmm. big deal. Like the oh, my brother's back. But the best example is like when when people think about hey I'm I'm going out this weekend, it's always something big. It's the oh it's someone's it's my birthday I'm gonna get fucked up I'm gonna get my boys we're gonna get da 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 girls da da da. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Start simple. It's like hey how about I just call them up say what's up. How about yeah. I uh I look forward like I look forward to something as simple as hey you know what I'm gonna. Take a nap. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna call my mom and say, "What's up? Hey, I'm gonna go walk around my house or yeah, walk around the neighborhood." Like, er, you like to make these big. Yeah, you're speaking goals. kind of very early, like AA stuff. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah, shit. When you're in AA, <laughs> No, but when you're in AA and whatever, or any kind of addiction, NA, uh-huh. like, yeah, those first like 90 days, you know, give out phone numbers, just call a person. Yeah. Like, just get into that notion of just reaching out, reaching out. I've, I've had so just many. Just being yeah. isolated. I, seriously, it's like, and a lot, of, again, because we need that connection and you think that, oh, I don't want to burden people with my shit. I don't want to burn people with my problems. So I'm not going to call my friend that I haven't talked to. And I don't even know is, is he, if it's, if he's fucking alive or, or what, but eh, I don't want to bother. Well, whatever. stop making it about you and just ask about them. Exactly. And that'll start you, you, making you, you feel you, better. You know what? Uh, what's worked? How pe- people respond differently. Instead of walking up to them and say, "Hey, what's up?" Going, "Hey, how you feeling? How are you? How are no, no? How you feeling goes longer, go goes further. Okay, because it turns it it because how are you is a is a is more of a does it can response to that generality? Yeah, it's like way, how are yeah. you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm alive. What's up? But if you say, "Hey, how you feeling, man?" I like to ask people how they're being. I, because I, we're human beings, not human doings. So I how, like that. Like, that, how are you, man? You gotta gotta make a line of t-shirts by now with all these fucking catchphrases. <laughs> but like, how are you being? That's good because anyone can do something, right? How are you being when you do it? Mm-hmm. Do you have a shit attitude when you do it? How are you being? I think it's very important to go. How are you being today? That's Actually, good. dude, I'm being a good person today. Thanks for asking. Yeah, and you know. Here's the follow up. Yeah, the follow up. That's always like it. It it shows that you actually care. Is if you ask, how's your family, mm. or how's your loved ones? Oh wow! That seriously, the, yeah, no, the, the, no, I, the, I people agree. people light up. Yeah, when you ask, okay, how you feeling, uncle? Family good? How's the family? And it everybody it, but me. No, but it, it, yeah, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it, you know what? It, it doesn't matter what the response is. But you'll see a resp- you'll see a like their expression is gonna yes. last like oh he asking me about my f- nobody asking me about my family yes like we went um, somebody could have died or whatever no, nobody yep and trust me 
it's like relationship 101 you see somebody hey how you been man how you how you feeling yeah, yeah i'm all right you know yeah. it's, you know doing my thing blah 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 what how's, how's the family family good like you know yeah. like good yeah yeah but seriously try that shit no i i try that shit i yeah. i think you have a lot a lot of validity behind that yeah man yeah. i'm hip to that a lot i'm gonna be trying that this week i will be doing that try 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 it yeah open I'll your lady yeah yeah because you know what we do a thing i'm, I'm originally from africa mm-hmm. and uh we ask about the family and the loved ones as we have a conversation so you can sit down say i'm having having you over we'll sit down so tim how you how you been man how's the how's family how's you know how's dad how's mom what about how's siblings we start talking about whatever and i swear to god two minutes later so how's 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 mom mom's good we'll keep asking because we know for one that uh we don't even in africa we don't even the first thing we wish for new year's Mm -hmm. we don't say happy new year we say good health okay first because if you don't have that you ain't got nothing else right you got nothing. I don't care how good your year is. I don't care how good of a job. I don't care how many cars you got or how much money you got. If you ain't got good health, you're fucked. Yep. Okay. And yep. people take that shit for granted. I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Exactly. So yeah, I get that. So yeah. we say that first. So yep. when we asking you, as we're having a conversation for three hours, and within those three hours, we've asked you 300 times, how's the family? It's genuinely like, yo, how are they? It's not a just in passing kind of thing. But people right. say, oh, what's up? Yo, what's up? And then just, yep. that's it. But when you actually take the time to ask about somebody else and their loved ones, that's that's the connection right there. Yeah. That's, that we established. I mean, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. It was weird that when I came in, people like, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Uh, you want to you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's no, weird. I agree. I agree. Anyway. I agree. Uh, I hate small talk. Yeah, why I usually don't participate in it. I do. That's why you'll see me standing off by myself. I, I know. It's like, yes, I'm not going to do small talk, but you guys want to have a like conversation like this, where I can get to know you this, a little this, bit, whatever. Yeah, this I'm is the longest we've talked. Yep. This is longest yep. we've talked, and ever. I'm into this. Yes, but like the weather or what's going on in the NBA playoffs, you're doing comedy. It's like that bored. It bores me to death. No, it, it does. I, I think that, um. But I want, I want to believe, I really do. And this is one of the reasons why I started this show like nine years ago was because you, it's not like one of those you think you know somebody kind of deal. It's like, yo, there's something about this person that there's got to be just like him or her. Like there's something unique about them. Hmm. Some people can tap into it and express it and be like, oh, yeah, Tim, that's Tim right there. Like nobody else is right, like Tim. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And then you see somebody else and go, I don't know what the fuck his deal is because I can't, I don't know, I can't, not put him in the box, but like, I can't, I can't figure it out. Like, there's nothing interesting about this person. And it's even, it's even uh, uh, more interesting when it comes to comics because you get on stage and you're, you're performing and you're like, okay, are you, what, what I see on stage, is that the same? If I were to talk to you privately, is it like, are you the same? Like, I know you would be the same. Yeah. And it's something I pride myself in. No, exactly. Yeah. But I, there's comics. I was so disappointed when I saw people that I loved uh-huh. on stage. And then I met them off stage and they weren't that. It was so disappointing to me. I had to so play a character. Yeah. But but, yes. but but you know what? 
it's if it's a and I put this. It sounds disheartening at, at first because you're like, okay, so that's fake. Who's the real you? Is it off stage mm-hmm. or the guy on stage right. who's who's making faces and doing backflips? Right. Right. Well, which is it? But I I think that if you give that person a chance, you might figure that part out, and maybe that's how that's how they deal with you know whatever issues, right, social right, anxiety, right, right. and all that stuff. Like I had comics seriously that hear that. I thought they hated me, and they had no reason. I, 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 people have no reason. Not, not, not hate. No, maybe. No, I know what you mean. No, no, but like they act like they don't know me, and that pissed me off. Yeah, it would piss me off. I'm like, I've met you three times. You still walk by me like you don't know me. I yeah. don't like that shit. Yeah. Right, and then come to find out, oh, you're just not comfortable. You have social anxiety, and you go, you do your show, and you get the fuck out. You're not trying to meet anybody. You just come do your thing and leave. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it now. So yeah. if I really want to get to know you. It has to be in a different setting. Like I'd have to call you up and be like, "Yo, let's go do this," or "Hey, come do my podcast," or blah blah blah. And now you're like, "Oh, okay, now I get it." You have issues like everybody else, yes. and then now I understand where you're yeah. coming from because we've had a conversation. Yeah, it's never about you, exactly. <laughs> like or me, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I can't it's assume a general that you, you. you can't. I can't assume that you know my rules of how relationships right. should be. I right. can't assume that. I mean, I have three cultures in my head, right. and I'm like. And there's not a lot of people that live by my rules. So, exactly. You know. So you have to understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, I've been fortunate enough where, you know, I've, I've been homeless in New York City and I've also been hanging out with fucking billionaires. You know, like I've, I've seen a lot of interesting perspectives and spectrums in my life where I'm able to um, take and absorb from all of it and then just kind of hopefully draw those conclusions out to people you know uh i do have some standards when it comes to certain things and sure we're all I, I get i get very disgruntled with mediocrity i get very disgruntled with people that are just satisfied with doing very little that bothers me a lot but <laughs> at the same time though um i'm not you so if you don't want to do anything in your life why should i be bothered by it exactly. like i'm gonna do what i gonna try to do in my life you know it's uh I don't know. It's. I mean, uh, we're, we're we're. It's the greatest uh, time to be alive, but it's the most fucking challenging time to be alive. Dude. Really, as compared to what it's a century ago. I uh yeah yeah yeah. You think so? Yeah, because I do think like all right, I got to make a log cabin and whatever else, right? Uh-huh. So you go out and you make a log cabin, but I think when it comes to the the mentalness, the psychosis of things. Mm-hmm. Anxieties, just how life is. Like we again, added more stress. We made life more complicated than it should be. Right. That's why I think it's the greatest time to be alive, but it's the most challenging. Yes. Okay. Because okay, sure. we have made it more challenging, mm-hmm. especially mentally. Like how many things you have to sift through. You know, people weren't working two jobs when they were making the log cabins. Yeah, they you had your one, farm, one job. Yeah. right, yeah. and whatever For else, life. and you didn't have to. Hey, you didn't necessarily have to deal with two ex-wives and four kids, and where now those things have been implemented in society in a way like, yeah, that adds so much more to just living life. Okay, so would you would you go back to that simpler life? What I mean by simpler life is forget. I mean, a lot of this. this I wouldn't mind getting off the grid. 
Go to I, don't, I don't know if I'd want to. I, I, I don't know if I want to farm my own food and all that. that shit, that's what I'm saying. Move, move to Bolivia and then do it there or simpler places. Yeah. It, it, here's it. My one of my best friends, and I always told her. I said, "Look, you don't be, you don't belong to this country. You don't belong here." Like she lived, she lived in a treehouse out in Johnson City, which is way like an hour west of Austin. Okay. Lived in a fucking treehouse. She raised two kids in that treehouse. Okay. And I was like, how do you, you don't fit here. Like you, you, the way that you see the world, the way that, and she's lived all across the country, had all the jobs you can think of yeah. and all of that stuff. Has issues. That's fine. But I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Why? You don't belong here. Why? Why'd you, why'd you think or say that? Because I saw how she operates. And I said, um, you enjoyed this. This life in this country is too complicated for the life you're trying. You're trying to live a oh, simple life in a complicated country. Okay. Where there's so many norms and so many... Um, things you should do and so many things dictating things, dictating how try to control you. She was all about freedom just like you are. I mean, if I told you no, Tim, I need you to to get an apartment and I need you to pay a rent and I need you to get a fucking to get a furniture and get a girlfriend who can cook for you and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, oh, fuck off. I'm gonna leave off my car. No, I would just point out how you said you think I need to. No, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No, no, but at at the end of the day, she lives in Belize. And she's happier there. So I got my house. I got my garden. I got my fruits in the morning. I walk barefoot all day. Like I'm, I have a boat. Like this is the life that I was meant to live. If I had a boat, now, I'd go see, out on the ocean. I'm telling you. And if I had a pony, I'd ride it on my boat. It's not meant for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I, okay, I, another example. I always, I always tell people if if you were to travel out of outside of the U.S. because I know the U.S. is huge, there's everything. You don't never need yep. to get the fuck out. Go, everybody got to go to Europe once and Africa once. Europe, the 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 lifestyle they have. You've been in Europe, not yet. You have you haven't? Okay, I'll give you a preview. I think it's happening in the next year, though. I, I hope so. Where yeah. are you gonna go? London. That's good enough. That's good enough. Well, I can do some shows. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from there, you know, go up to Scotland, oh, t- I, take a train to France. It's two hour train ride. That I would love. To. So here's what they do well there. Okay. As much they're not as the superpower that they were, all that stuff. Right. Right. But they know how to live. They they know how to take time to do things. When you go in to have dinner, it's a three hour deal. Like you're you're gonna nobody's always. Oh, oh, what we're we gonna do? What's the plan? We relax what are we doing tonight oh we're gonna go to dinner what time yeah i don't know it's 10 o'clock all right cool 10 o'clock show up at a restaurant have dinner and you're there till 1 a.m and people are not on their phone people are just talking having a conversation having a good time and no the waiter's not coming at you what do you want to eat you know what's yeah. what do you want to oh, order yeah. are you ready to order yeah. oh you ready you have moved from dessert and it's been 30 minutes none of that shit <laughs> well that's been my biggest adjustment with texas what? Where, uh, coming from New York, it's just everything's slower. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm at a food truck for 12 minutes and I'm going insane. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like yeah. the, when the whole country of Spain takes a nap, 
It, it is a thing. And I hate sleep. No, no, I but, could or, not or, do no that. But, but think about it like everybody has 24 hours in a day. Yes. Right? We're all equal on that. Yep. What do you do within that time to feel less shitty? Not sleep. Well, whatever, <laughs> whatever it be. is. Let's work on something. No, I mean, that's... Th- that's fine, but it's if you want to go from uh, content to, yeah, what's, what's the next thing that I can just... Take my time and enjoy. Europeans know how to do that, no, that very sounds, well. That sounds very great. well. That sounds great. And 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 in Senegal, we do this thing. Uh, we call them white nights. Okay. If I translate, white nights, nuit blanche, which is basically we get a bunch of friends together, and we're gonna sit in the courtyard or outside the house, right? And we're just gonna play cards, drink tea, talk, oh, dude, share stories. That's the Puerto Ricans in Bushwick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah, dude. It doesn't have to be, all right, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going yeah. up at this place. You're driving. You're taking an Uber. We're meeting over here. No, nope. motherfuckers go hang out with their families, playing dominoes and having food. That's what I'm saying. Having a TV in the window. Simple. Fuck yeah, dude. Simple. Yep. Stop overthinking that. shit. Stop yeah. overthinking shit. It's, life is not, you, you make it as complicated as you want it to be. Billion percent. But you also make it as simple as you want it to be. Billion percent. So cut the shit. And think small. Yes, easier said than done. Of course, when you're in when you're in kind of a society that's always trying to make you think big like and, and it's, fast it's and yep. always and constant, and you forget just yeah, you forget to just hit the brakes. Watch the wind. Yo, I you found out. I, mean? I found out, and this is this sucks. I when have, was the last time people stared at clouds and were like, "What does that look like to you? What does that look like?" Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, sitting in the grass for a second. Oh, I, I I love that I, taking I, the shoes off. There you go. Like that whole thing. I think because like I hate, I don't hate, but um, LED lighting. Uh-huh. So cell phones, you walk into an Apple store, all of that lighting is garbage lighting. The sun is the greatest lighting. The fact that we're wearing shoes, mm-hmm. like we're not being grounded in a sense to Mother Earth. Right. Like I love going to fucking Zilker, taking off the shoes, walking on the grass. I do that it with my is. son. Yeah, man. And I found out I, I had a physical, so I turned forty okay. in March. Okay. I had a physical the day before, uh, and then blessing, and man. I found out I have a vitamin D deficiency as a black man. <laughs> you know, I don't get enough sun. I don't get enough sun, and I'm like, I don't get it. And then, especially here, There's no a shit. Lot of sun. No here. shit. And I'm and like, I'm out, and I'm out, and I'm out when I have my son, and we are out at parks. We go, we're always outside. But when I don't have them, I found out, yeah, I'm here working, or I'm on watching TV, or video game, or I'm inside somewhere. And I'm like, okay, now I've, I consciously have to, I have to be outside more. Yep. You know, take my apparently to get vitamin D, you have to take your shirt off and get all the sun. Yeah. And I'm black. I think I would attract it. You attract it more where, than I do. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so. It sucks that it has to come down to that as opposed to, man, I should be outside more, period, just because it's a general, good thing. And yeah. Austin is great for that. Everything is outside. It's one thing I love. You can be downtown. Uh-huh. Five minutes later, you could be walking along a lake. Yeah. It, like, not even a five-minute drive, a five-minute walk. And yeah. that, the balance here of, like, nature and city is something that i didn't realize new york doesn't have so much well new york has central park but yeah it's but it's 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 not the same 
it's not this, like the vibe is completely different. When you walk around Lady Bird and Zilker and uh, what is that? Uh, the Auditorium first? Yeah. When you walk around that, it's a different vibe. Like, for example, you don't necessarily get the wildlife yeah. in Central Park that you could see here in Austin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's those little things. Yeah, sure, you could walk around Central Park and in the grass and you can get in the middle of it and you won't necessarily see the buildings of the city, the skyline right, right. and everything. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's not the same. It's not the same. You can't get it all, man. You know what I mean when I said I'm glad I landed here? Yeah. It would have been San Antonio, Dallas, to Houston. I'd be like, oh, fuck this. Be, that would be interesting. People people said the best. Especially Houston. Yeah. Nothing against it, but it, it's you know. Fuck. If you date someone in the north, you live in the south, that's a long distance relationship there. Yeah. You know what much. I mean? And you guys are ten minutes away, but driving takes five hours. The traffic there, that Dallas and Houston, the traffic is fucking. No, Dallas, if you miss your exit, you're fucked for fifteen <laughs> yep. minutes. Oh yeah. It's that simple. If oh, you yeah. if you miss that overpass, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And w- the, ways can maybe ways can help you. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but that's why the mayor came out today and said that Dallas needs a fucking another football team. What what? Yeah. Why? Yeah, Mayor came out and said Dallas should have a second football team like L.A. and New York because the population there. Dallas is about to go ahead of Chicago in population. It's about to be the third most populated city in America. Oh, uh, yeah. They've. I think they said in the last ten years they had one point three million, but I'm. I think that might have happened in the last two three years. A majority of that. Houston's gone up too. As well, Austin, Austin has. We had everything million. in Texas, but the fact that Chicago is about to be number four—that's uh, fucking who, interesting. Who moved to Chicago now? Everybody want to come Dude, down. Everybody's there. leaving, <laughs> huh? Especially Chicago. It's brutal, ain't it? It's well, mm. from what I've heard, yeah, dude, it's. It's pretty rough up there, like the shootings and so forth. Like, depends on what side yeah, of yeah, Chicago yeah. you're on. But yeah, dude, that shit's that shit's real. Yeah. Would you? So would you? Uh, I love New York. I love visiting I New too. York. I love visiting. New York. I, See, I this, miss this is, it every moment. This is this is what I I don't like about Austin. Austin does is I like a city that never sleeps. Same here. It's a Paris is like that. You could like walk down on, on the docks in Paris at one a.m. and I saw a group like fifty people doing a tango, uh, one boombox, one light, one boombox, one street light, fifty people dancing a tango. I love that shit. Yeah. Or go into a cafe or walk yep. into that. Like you can eat at any time. And yep. you, like I said, the smell, all of that. All of it. I'm with New you, York man. is I'm every time you. I go to New York, it's an, okay. like, I just want to get into an adventure. Like yep. I will, I will go and just walk from Broadway all the way. To, <laughs> I don't care. Yep. All yep. the way down there. And, and I know exactly. I could picture that whole fucking I'm walk, telling you, dude. Yep. I, last time I went. Especially we, down Broadway where it curves over. Yep. And then you start going to Greenwich Village. And like, it's fucking gorgeous. Like, hey, let's just stop here. Why? I don't know. Just fucking stop here. Yep. Why not? It's yep. interesting. Yep. We don't have that here. I agree. That, that's the part that I, I don't like. I miss. Um, one thing I miss is like getting Vietnamese food from Vietnamese people. Are not Mexicans? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something I kind of miss. Like, I mean, being in New York, you get kind of not that the food here is bad or anything, but you just get spoiled. Like, I mean, you can go to some little fucking the size of this room on like 8th Street. Yeah. You know, in Lower East Side, it's a Vietnamese place that makes some of the best fucking goddamn sandwiches you'll ever have. Yeah. You know, and it's from people that moved here and they started that fucking little 
bodega restaurant thing uh-huh. and like it's from their family like it's amazing here i go have some chinese it's made by mexicans not that it's a bad thing but it's still it's missing no, no, some I, of the I, little I, subtleties I absolutely get you it. know I absolutely get it. look there's a reason why but the I, barbecue here is it's legit it's gotta be but yeah. it's like okay you've like been there done that i never had Ooh. franklin in 23 years i've never been to franklin never care to go okay i haven't either no i don't uh <laughs> the thing is it's like you're the concept i mean you gotta understand that one is fucking distances are crazy here i remember when i came here and uh Drive from my house to my well, high school was a fifteen minute drive. Well, you don't have a loop, but I well walking like it. You have to kind of like. No, it, it don't make sense. It doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, it's like I found out that uh, if the the street, like the highway, whatever is 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 odd, then it's north south. But if it's Correct. east west, is is yeah. even. Yeah, something like that. And then, yeah, all around the country, interstates that go east and west are even numbers. I didn't know that till yeah. years years in. Yeah. I had no idea. And up and down, and then go. everything is the grid. Yeah, and there's a reason why in Europe streets have names, not numbers. Right. Everything just kind of wiggles. It's kind of like going to the suburbs where everything is named Spring this yes. and yeah, Deer yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's never a straight road. It's always kind of windy, and so that goes to say, like this is the kind of mindset that they have over there where for one name of a street, there's a boulevard, there's an alley, there's a road, there's okay. all of that shit. You go into Queens. Like if you go into Astoria, there's 34th street, 34th road, 34th place, 34th way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I like, got to go back, man. Yeah, like Astoria in like Sunnyside or Vienna, Jackson Heights, like that whole area. Yeah, they'll have like 34th Street, 34th Way, 34th Road, 34th Place. But it all around the same 34th? Without a doubt. Yes. Oh, those don't even are next to each other. Oh, they're next to each other. Oh, no. In, in Europe, in France, they're oh, not. Okay. They're like totally yeah, different sides. Yeah, right. exactly. But I, I, I like that aspect. Like, oh, you know what? I can get lost here and that's okay. Yeah. I. That's the, that's the, dude, that was the best part. thing about the pandemic. What? Getting lost? Nobody's the, outside? Nobody's outside. So basically, I have somewhat the city to myself. Are you you went out there, Dependent? Of course, I lived in a car. Oh no shit! That's so, what... <laughs> what the fuck? Cuomo's gonna make me stay inside, De Blasio? Fuck you guys! I got I got an engine to once, run. <laughs> they said once they said they were like, "Hey, dude, look, everyone, you gotta stay inside. You could there's a disease. You could get sick in 14 days. Uh-huh. Great." So here I am with my roommates. We're watching the news. Uh-huh. They're showing shit of our city. And after the 15th day and nothing, no sniffles, nothing, I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this. It's fucking gorgeous. I want to see, because again, I'm a person, I question media, I question all of that stuff. Uh So I want to see it for myself. Let me go in my city and see if it's as awful as they're saying, and it wasn't. Uh Um, I mean, there was a lot of beautiful moments with people. During all of that, oh that yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, would yeah, never. Yeah. I mean, I went on a G train one night, just going to the car, and the car is a bar. There are people on it. They all got cups. They got their drinks. Someone's fucking DJing. Someone and, find a way. And it's like if you're not going to open the bars, we are going to sit in here and have this be a bar. Like things like that, dude. The buses were free. So because. 
they didn't want you going in the front of the bus uh-huh. because you could give the driver COVID if you're closer than six feet. Uh-huh. So the back doorway would open uh-huh. and then you would go in. You could go anywhere for free. So I did. All the places that I never went, all the places that I have gone to, I just went. I would wake up seven in the morning and then spend the whole fucking day, grab about three, four joints and just, where do I want to go? Where, you want to go to Yankee Stadium without people? Yeah, I would love to check out Yankee Stadium without fucking people right now. You know what I'm going to (laughs) do? I'm going to get on the Staten Island Ferry. Really? And go to Staten Island and go by the Statue of Liberty with no one else on the fucking thing. And I'm going to take my mask down while we're fucking doing it because there's no one around. I'm going to look at Lady Liberty and whatever else. And I went and walked around Staten Island. And it's still a dump. And then take the <laughs> fucking ferry back, you know? And then it was like, I went to the Bronx. And as a white guy, you don't normally just go to the Bronx. But now <laughs> I can just go to the Bronx. So I did. I went to every place that they filmed coming to America. I just said, fuck you it, let's go. You went on a go. tour of your own city. Yes. Self-guided. Yes. And I could. And it was, it was wonderful. There weren't people. It was amazing so you find a way yeah it's that simple yeah yeah it was amazing oh man yeah i was i would never i would never trade that for anything in the universe i am so glad i got to experience new york like that so when are you going back oh probably not for a while still yeah after all this yeah you just did the old to new york but yes well because in in new york the new york i'm talking about is not there anymore i don't want to it's not there anymore okay all right what i came up with of course not there anymore should change are you think the austin the austin that i grew up with is right you're still here right i imagine i've heard you talk about it where it's like how much sixth street has changed oh yeah it wasn't dirty when i was around right right And, and but you but they're not isolating people and and ostracizing people no, for I, the changes. No, I and think that's it, I, I kind of think it's the difference. No, I think it things become either decentralized or you have more of like pockets of places. That's how Austin is going to be now, I think, because it used to be everything centered around downtown. And now it's like we're growing so fast that from Liberty Hill all the way down no, to San you're, you're, you're getting boroughs. Yeah, it's so like it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what's happening. Yeah, it's like. I don't want to go downtown. The domain's right there. Right. If I want to go out, the domain's right there. Right. I hang out. I hang out a lot in Sunset Valley. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. And that's like, like the, a the, neighborhood that, of like Austin. that's a thing. Right. Right. Yeah. People say downtown Pflugerville, and right. I never thought in a million years that I would say downtown Pflugerville yeah. and downtown Round Rock, which, which has well, that's but that's also for me personally. That's just like the New York in me, where it's like you got your Queens or you got your Brooklyn, but then on top of it, you got your like Bushwicks and you got your Ford Hamiltons sure. and like, you know, uh, Sheepheads Bay and everything else. So it's like when you come here, it's as at least for me as a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I would say downtown Pflugerville, but I would definitely be like Johnson city. Like I'd be paying attention to the little neighborhoods. Like I see on maps now, even since I've been here, uh-huh. I've noticed on my, um, like iPhone map thing, uh-huh. uh, neighborhoods are popping up more. Like well, the you names. Know, also, so it's becoming distinct. If you now. Didn't know, it's interesting. If you didn't know that there's 
their names to the different areas in Austin. There's Allendale, Rosedale, mm-hmm. Terrytown. Cedar Park. No, Cedar Park is a, is a city. Okay, that's separate? Uh, yeah, that, that's okay. separate. That's north. But okay. I'm talking about within Austin. Just okay. like you have, I, w- I don't want to say like Bronx, Harlem, oh, and so me. on. Let's go. But you got um, Bolden. Okay. Bolden, which is like south of the river, yep. like 704. Right. You have Terrytown, which is right north of downtown. Okay. Then you have, you go up Lamar. You have Rosedale, Allen. Now Brentwood. Rosedale, Brentwood, Allendale, uh, fuck. Hyde Park, which is Hyde Park, which okay. is north. This is like if you take north of campus, all the way to Forty Fifth Street. Forty Fifth Street, yeah, yes, okay. that's, that's Hyde Park. Okay. So you had all these pockets already, but they were just known as as neighborhoods. There was nothing really going on there like, that people gravitate towards. Yeah. Now they're like, oh, that's all, that's all considered downtown. So we're gonna take. If you have to take the highway to go somewhere else in Austin. You're going to end up in a whole different part of town where you're going to end up like Anderson Mill area, 620 right. area, right. right? You're going to end up like east of east. Look, when I came here, you would drive down I-35, mm-hmm. okay, going south. You look to your right. You see the Capitol. You see the UT Tower. Okay. It was lit up everything at night. You look to your left. It was Charles dark. Whitman, right? It was darkness. Yeah. Charles the, Whitman the, up the, in that tower? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You look to your left, Darkness. When I said darkness, the east side didn't I have imagine. lights. Right. That's where the hood was. Like, you wouldn't venture a block east of 35. Over on Chacon? Fuck Chacon. I'm talking about, like, where, where? right after that like first block, after the Wendy's. Oh, no shit. You wouldn't go past that. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, it was, like, if you if you parked, okay. if you went on 6th Street and you parked under that bridge, you were brave. Okay, I get that. Seriously. Why people didn't park under that bridge? No, I get that. And and you know what? As things started growing, I started like I was I would park a block east, two block two blocks east. Mm-hmm. But seriously, you wouldn't dare venture on the east side. Period. Mm-hmm. And then white people come in. Yep. And then you know what happens? The the, yeah. re, the rest is yeah. everywhere. It's, it's every city story. I first moved to New York. I was off the Kosciuszko stop on the J M and Z train. It was literally I think two blocks, three blocks from Biggie's funeral. Uh-huh. I was token in that neighborhood. Uh, how does that feel? <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I was sitting on stoops the whole nine, and then all of a sudden, these long-haired fucking white guy hipsters started coming, and I was like, "What are you doing in my neighborhood, sitting on a stoop?" <laughs> fucking, hey, who the fuck are you? Yeah, I'm Timmy like, Warner. Yeah, but dude, I'm sitting with dude, I'm sitting with a bunch of fucking, I mean, name it, Puerto Ricans, black, fucking Dominican, whatever else. We're just sitting, getting high, hanging out, having laughs, and, and like I was token. And yeah. I remember when they kind of moved in. I remember when like, dude, I remember when I first moved to New York, and I was in Brooklyn. And I, I just stayed with some people until I eventually got my own place. Mm-hmm. But I took the subway, and some lady fucking yelled at me. <laughs> I'm in Brooklyn. I take the first stop into Manhattan, into Brooklyn, like Marcy Avenue or some shit. And this lady just is like, yo, dude, go back to Manhattan, Whitey. And I'm like, dude, I'm as poor as you. <laughs> like, stop this. I'm not trying to fuck shit up. Like, talk to me for a minute, dude. I'm actually kind of a dope white dude. Like, if you just give me a minute, you know? Get but, to know uh, me first. But it was, How much time you got? But it, yeah, <laughs> but it was also like, dude, living on Kosciuszko, getting off that stop, oh, uh, that was I mean, not a thing you did. I, I, and if I wasn't, if I didn't have charisma and it was kind of funny, 
that could have been issues for me. But I would have dudes, you know, you got oh. brothers on the corner all the time, whatever. But I knew those dudes. Right. So, like, they'd always kind of look out, you know? I mean, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, it's happening. Austin is not the... I mean, it's a good example, but I think it, I mean gentrification happens everywhere, right? I mean, I look at yeah, but is it gentrification when you like? Is it gentrification when you already had a shit ton of white people here, and then a shit ton of more white people move here? Is that really gentrification? Look, like this get, place, I was surprised how white it was. No, it is. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, it was eight percent black. I think we're down to seven. Oh, that's a shame. Because you can't. Afford, look, there's a reason why well, that's, there's okay, a reason why I'm in Pflugerville and not Austin. This right. is Pflugerville. Colleen. Yeah. I mean, black people are in Pflugerville and Round Rock now. Right. And Huddle. Right, right. Right? They're not in Cedar Park. Right. They're not in Leander. Right. That's Northwest. So they're still North but East. So it's Huddle, Pflugerville, Round Rock. Even Georgetown is in eh, because Georgetown, I went to school in Georgetown. Okay. When I, was, when I went to college in Georgetown for two years, the only thing that Georgetown was known for is our university and the the senior living like homes and shit. No That's shit. it. No shit. And the caverns. That was it. I never been to the caverns, but that, that was it. Now Georgetown is all fucked. Living Georgetown. Oh my god, this is fancy and shit. Yeah. So I, I think it's one of those things. And when people ask me all the time, they're like, "Yo, you've been here long enough. Like you've seen the city change." And I'm like, "What do you want me to do about it? There's nothing I can do." Yeah. And I'm not gonna sit here and talk shit. There's more opportunity for everybody. There's no stopping it, apparently. I mean, we Austin's always been in the top best city to live in for a decade. And Somebody who's going to get the memo eventually. And now the energy no, and, and is I never amazing. thought I would see a Whole Foods and a Target a block east of 35 on 6th Street. You know what I mean? No, I get and, and, that. And, 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 and that, that's what, I, what I'm trying to say is that's okay. I, I think that Austin had a charm um, that was appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, being that it is capital of Texas, it is in the middle, it's not Dallas, it's not Houston, it's not San Antonio. I get that. Um, and yes, it's it's lost some of its charm. And people come here and, and want to see it. Like, where's the Austin? I've, I've read so much about. Where's the music? Where's the blah, blah, weirdness. blah. And, and the weirdness. I'm like, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Or you have to find it. Yeah. Or you have to find motherfuckers who know. Right. And it, that's that's all it comes down to. So, it's like I can sit here and shit on it and say, "Oh, Austin, I remember. I used to be able to go to warehouse parties on downtown during South by, you know. And then now, you know, there's more like construction and and I mean, I walked down yesterday. I'm like, I don't remember seeing this building on Fourth and Colorado. I don't remember this building. Okay. And now, boom, there's one. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's happened. There's twelve projects on Rainy Street alone. Yeah. Right. And it's like you can bitch all you want. There's nothing you can do about it. So you adapt like anything else. Yeah. You adapt. You're like, all right, you're from California. Welcome. You want to see some cool shit? Fuck with me. You don't. You don't stick to your Whole Foods, your Target. You can pay $3,000 for a 1-1 one, one downtown and, and bitch about the sound. Then fuck off. Because mm-hmm. you live a block away from 6th Street and you're going to file a complaint. Oh, There'd be people that would live in like Lower East Side, Greenwich Village, whatever else. And, you know, late night doing shows, you end up standing outside, smoking cigarettes, maybe joints, whatever, yeah. fucking laughing, shooting the shit, whatever. And there'd be people in their windows being like, hey, can you keep it down? It's like, fuck you, dude. It's a city that doesn't sleep. Well, Don't no, move no, here no, from just, Iowa and look, tell New York to be quiet. The, the, fuck you. I'm not going to be quiet. There's <laughs> the, 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 They built condos across the street from Mohawk. You know Mohawk? 
basically red you know stubs red yes. river yeah, yeah, stubs yeah, yeah. Yeah, mohawk yeah, yeah. right yes build the condos across the street from right. mohawk mohawk is a rock fucking yes. venue right yep the guys who booked that shit they're punk rock fans good friends of mine and, and Built the condos across so what, the street. Is Nickelback going to be there next week? No, now? no, 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 no. No, I'm talking on the ground shit, like it's hardcore. People right, like, but what I'm saying guys. is, is and it then, changed so much oh, that Nickelback's no, going to be there no, tomorrow? No, because they, so that's what was Dave going Matthews on. Dave Matthews Band coming now. Fuck Dave Matthews Band. No, but what what happened? So when I was talking about when I talked to the mayor, yeah, it, there was this whole debate. It was called Agent of Change, which is basically if you move into a neighborhood. That's established. You the one that has to adapt. So here's what happened: uh, the West, the Westin Hotel mm-hmm. downtown. Okay, they built a block on Fifth Street, so a block from Sixth Street. Okay, uh, the builders didn't didn't insulate the the windows, so they wanted to do it cheap. They're the ones moving in. Sixth Street's been there for decades. Right. They built the hotel. And then the guests would complain about the noise. So the Westin sued the bar that was right across on 6th Street for noise complaints. So here's what happened. So they were like, okay. And then the bar was like, yo, this is fucked up. We've been here. Yeah. You moved in. You're yeah. the one that that bitching. You should have you should have like should know what you're getting into. Yeah. And then you should have like made arrangements for your windows so that you isolate the sound. But you didn't do that. You did it cheap. So they sued, the bar lost. And as a result of that, they came up with agent of change, which is by the time they came up with the with the the policy, yeah. that like that they were like, can't you like go back and, and change the 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 just for that instance, it was too late. So they lost the lawsuit. And then they wow. said, oh, now let's do an agent of change. So if you're a bar, you move into a neighborhood, you have to adapt. If it's quiet at 10 o'clock, it's quiet at 10 o'clock. If you're, if you're, uh, you want to build residential uh, residences in the, like, in the middle of an entertainment district, you have to adapt. So because of that, that's what agent of change came about. And that was a big debate mm. in 2016. And that's why I talked to the mayor and I talked to a bunch of people at the commission and all that stuff about. But that's what I mean. This it's like it's, Austin was never meant to be a big city. Right. Oh, you could tell. They blocked every single infrastructure upgrade since the 70s. They were like, no, we don't want to become Dallas. This is Austin. Okay. And then people started moving here, like, oh fuck, we gotta now we gotta build shit. Overpass, bike lanes, fucking more roads. Let's let's do more exits. Let's add And now here comes Google. And Oracle and Tesla. And- there's a project. There's a project on. It's been it's been on the table for years. It's the the downtown part of I-35 mm-hmm. is one of the most congested in the country. Yes. Yep. You've heard that. Yep. They wanted. They've been plans to redo that. So they built 130, which is the highway that yep. goes from Georgetown and around Austin yes. all the way to Buda, so that trucks would go that way and right. not you know get on 35. Right. Nobody takes that fucking highway. Yep. And it's literally five minutes away from my from, from my yep. house. So now, like, we're going to redo I-35. I-35 has been in construction since I've been here, if not way before that. It's never done. Dallas to Austin is always in construction. It's never stopping. No, I'm serious. And so well, now they're going to... 23 years of... No, it's more right? than that. 24? More, no, I mean, this started before I got here. Okay. And but so, that's still it's at least it's, it's at least that at least twenty four years <laughs> quarter of a century pretty much at least always in construction and now they're like oh we're gonna build like a park 
that goes over 6th Street and then the cars will go on the tunnel underneath. I'm like, how are you going to? And then what? How long is that going to take? How much money is that going to take? And then how how are you going to redirect? That's not going to work. So now we're going to raise. We have a loop kind of. No, you don't. It's, it's called Loop One, but it goes north. Yeah, it's, it's not a loop. No, it's, it's a loop. No, it, it doesn't make sense. Our street, like our highways, have three different names. There's 290. There's Ben White. There's uh, uh, Capital, 71, Texas 71, 360. 360 Capital Texas Highway. So 71 is 71 Ben White. Yes, and um, 290 all mm-hmm. at once for yep. like one. That's how crazy. I go to Sunset Valley. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. It, it, now they're just playing catch up at this point because they don't have a choice. No, they don't. I, I think this population. But there's no doubled. stopping it. I think this population has doubled Easy. in the last three years. Two million. We hit two million right. a couple of years ago, and that's like if you Georgetown all the way to San Marcos. I think. Yeah. So yeah, that's doubled though. Probably because you guys are. I think you weren't even at a million. It was like nine hundred plus no, thousand. Th- there was nothing between here and Georgetown. Was nothing. Yeah. And the, we were getting people at a rate of, I think, 120 people moved to Austin every day mm, for like sense. maybe 20 people leaving or something. Hey, may I ask you this? Mm-hmm. Right. So since we're doing this, whatever, and you've been here for a while, I would like to a- actually ask you. Uh, a tour? No. No, no, not a tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're actually kind of already giving me one yeah. in a way. Uh, but like, um, how do you feel about the whole influx and like not i guess maybe more on a comedic side but like you do have the tech coming here like i i find this so fascinating that now this place is such a hub for yeah. things mm-hmm. i mean you literally have the modern day johnny carson here yeah. which is rogan right and then now you've got i don't know if he's a freedom fighter or a data miner i'm a little yeah. confused on elon okay. but you have that in tesla and like this is kind of a hub. Yeah. I mean, it was Taylor. I think Samsung has like this processing Samsung plant. is right here. Right. Samsung, Dell's right here. Okay. Uh, I mean, Dell's been here. Dell, Dell's yes. from here. Oracle Whole, came here. Oracle, Oracle's been here for a while too. Okay. Whole Foods started here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Facebook is here. Microsoft is here. Mm-hmm. IBM is here. That's why I'm here. How do you feel about that influx when it comes to this city? It's the tech side? Or, yeah, or even just all of it. Like, even because there's also been, I mean, in a way, this tech thing has also been entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, here, 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 can we try to like. include all of that in a way? I, I think that down the road, what's going to happen is that because, for first of all, geographically, it's a great position to be in, where mm-hmm. Austin is as compared to LA, right? Or even New York. It's in the middle. I'm not against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so a flight to New York is what? Five hours, something like that. that. Yeah, LA probably the same thing the other way, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, from a location standpoint, Austin is perfect, but I think that slowly, the quote unquote industry is going to move here because we're growing so fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is there is an office that's not part of the Austin government. That's their, their job. Their only job is to bring conventions to Austin. They get their money from the hotel occupancy tax. Oh, wow. Okay. So they go to 
Pecan uh, Festival. Here we go. No, no, no I'm not, <laughs> not even that. I'm talking about like, hey, you're AT&T. We have AT&T already. Or some like security company or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we need you to come to Austin to have your yearly co- co- convention that draws in like 500 people. Right. And we need to fill in this. Ho- that's why there's so many hotels downtown now. There yep. wasn't the case before. So that's their job. So I think that it's going to eventually the same way that Atlanta's become like when it comes to like making movies. Yeah, it is kind that. of like an East Coast Hollywood. Kind Pretty much. Of, yes. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna slowly going to come here. What was in LA is slowly going to come here. It's going to happen. I don't maybe not as quickly as I think because here's why. Here's why. Yeah. Because the gatekeepers in Austin for the most part are local. Yeah. Like they were able to capitalize on this influx. Like hey, we run shit a certain way here. Okay. We don't need corporation to run shit. Like right. we've been here, we know how this city operates. Right. So we're going to keep it that way. So if you want to come here, you got to go through us first, mm-hmm. right? Same with comedy. So the fact that Cap City was always the gatekeeper for years, mm-hmm. right? It's gone. It's coming back. But since then, it's been decentralized. Everybody's doing something. Uh, Rogan, Creek, every comic is doing shows at breweries right. all from like fucking Temple all the way to San Marcos. Yep. So, and now what's going to just for laughs is here because the Moon Tower Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, fucking Helium is here because of Cap City. And yeah. you're like... And one of the best clubs nationwide, Helium. There's like maybe 10, yeah. 12 of them. Dude, I've never heard a comic, audience, or staff right. say a bad thing. But what, I, what I'm saying is, down the road, what's going to happen? Netflix just had this huge festival in LA. Mm-hmm. What's stopping them from going, hey, there's still a Netflix thing in Austin. And then... Shows are going to be produced here. You know, the thing about L.A. that's always been kind of toxic was that the industry is there. Like you go there for the industry, for the TV, for the movies. Exactly. New York was also that way, but not on the same scale because New York like kept its grit. Yeah. Right. But I think that because of the position that Austin has, it's slowly going to trickle in eventually. When I, I had a, I had the people from Moon Tower on uh, before like uh, a couple months ago or last month, and I was like, "So what's the next step?" Because you went from four days to ten days because it just collapsed, and they told me point blank, "Hey, we want to have TV come here, we want to have movies come here," which is from a business standpoint makes perfect sense, right? But I think that Austin has always been kind of do your own thing kind of city, mm-hmm. where if you're in whatever especially in entertainment you're you're bound to meet the local folks who've been doing it who know right. the city who's like hey if you want to open a restaurant in Austin or if you want to start an event or if you want to um I don't know bring in some acts there's like five people you need to talk to before you do that right. or if you want it to be a success right. you need to talk to that guy you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, there, we have these like pillars, if you will, that know the scene enough, that been around. Thank God they haven't left. Yeah, you know, given the what's going on. Certainly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, it, it' gonna have to be. I hope that the outside force is not gonna come in and just take over shit right. because they're still here. Right. 
Right. That that's what gives me some, you know, solace. some comfort. Yeah, yeah some yeah, solace yeah, yeah. about the whole movie. Interesting. That's that interesting. Sense? Yeah, no, it does. It does. I was just curious. I was just curious because like I'm just I'm just very surprised at how much I actually like I love being in Austin, Texas. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm not a, the mayor, but welcome. No, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm surprised how much of a big fan I, I am. I, same here. The politeness. I mean, uh, granted, you get a southern drawl, and they're like, "Go fuck yourself." That's way more polite than someone telling me to go fuck myself in New York. Yeah. But yeah. it's like the politeness here is it's just so wonderful, and the the weather I love, and again the nature in the city. <laughs> Dude, I'm such a fan. I am. I'm, I am. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, yeah. I wish again, it was a little bit more weird. Like I thought it was weird it, 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 that it, it, when I came here, people were like, "You're weird," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, is no, this, no, no." I'm look, supposed to. <laughs> we we had we had a we had a guy when people say Austin is weird. We had like a mascot. You ever heard of the mascot we had? Of course. No, not the mascot. So you guys there was a, had, there was but... a dude. His name was Leslie. Okay. He was our Austin mascot. He was a grown man in his fifties, forties, fifties at the time. He's dead now, but he would walk around Sixth Street in a thong, and he wear wigs, and he was the friendliest guy. Yeah. Like you could walk up and talk to him, no problem. He didn't, and he was smart too. He was really smart. I think it was a, some lawyer or something at one point yeah. in the past life. But he was known, like you'd go to Sixth Street and there's Leslie just walking around in his thong and his boots and his wigs, no problem. And that was him. And like Austin, that's Austin Weird. Right. If you want to see Austin Weird now, you have to kind of seek it out. Yeah. You, you hang out on the east side. You go to places like Volstead or on Red River. You go to Barbarella. If you want to see a microcosm okay. of Austin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbarella yeah, yeah. and and uh, Swan Dive. Okay, you see dudes with a goatee, but the goatee is like split, yeah. like vertically, like yeah. no hair on the left, but hair on the yes. right. Yeah, those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, that's who you see. Yeah. You want to see Austin? You go to those places, and I, and so those are still around. There used to be way more places like that before, right. but those places are still here. So. If you want to see the true Austin, you have to know. It's one of those things. Okay. But it it, it gives me comfort to know that, yeah, Barbarella is still here. You know, Volstead or uh, Hotel Vegas, like those places. Right. Yellow, uh, so, uh, social, yellow social jacket. Yeah, on the east side. That's where you see, like, the Austin like it was. There okay. were more places, but just not as much anymore. Okay. Yeah. So that that that's that's my guide of Austin. By the way, uh, I've been doing this for nine years. So if you want to go back and learn about Austin, <laughs> listen to this past episode, like from episode one to like a hundred and forty something. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna wrap up, man. We've been talking yes. for two hours. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. See. Wow. I do this to people. No, I know. Look, don't get me wrong. I, I've done shows that go five five hours long, and I have to cut it up. I don't have to do that this time. I don't. I don't want to do that to my producer. But. Um, we do this thing called dope shit at the end of the mm-hmm. podcast, which is yeah, yeah. pluck something that you think is dope that's not about you. Oh. Not about you. We can plug dates and all that stuff later, but like think about it. I have one I want to share. Yeah. It could please. be a it could be a show, a YouTube channel, uh I got it. a yeah. news channel, whatever. Yeah. A porn site, whatever it is you want it to be. So lately I've been geeking out over video game music and because my I, <laughs> my son, yeah, Mario Brothers level two. Don't quiz me. I I win. Look, I I can. My brother's here. He can tell. He can test to this. 
We used to quiz each other on video game music when we were kids. Yep. And uh, Tanu? Yeah, never mind. Uh, so I, I'm literally fascinated by how intricate and simple those songs were back then, especially old school video video games like on Nintendo, Genesis, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, and um, uh, Master System. And then after that, it kind of got too complicated with orchestras and like grandiose kind of thing. But everybody knows the tune to Tetris, to Mario Brothers, yeah. you know, Mega Man, Ninja Turtles, oh, God, yeah. Double Dragon. Like those oh, are the yeah. tunes that are like stuck in yep. your head, right? And so um, I've been gigging over like the, the Mega Man X soundtrack that's available on Spotify because I've been jamming it with my son and he loves it. Never played Mega Man and I actually watched Mega Man X like a playthrough on youtube and yeah. he loves it so i mean you can out on that but my um there's a guy to go back to what i was saying earlier the the youtube channel the gaming video game historian i think that's that's his channel the guy who did a documentary on uh tetris that was bringing up earlier yeah he did he just released one about super mario world which by a lot of people's Standards is the best video game of all time. Buddy of mine, that all I started, time. Buddy of mine that started. I started comedy with, helped make that game. Are you serious? Yeah, he works in the clubhouse in Nintendo. It's why he quit comedy. Wow. Because he, yeah, he uh, he works in so like Super Mario World. He's yeah, he's doing video games that are coming out two years from now. But like, he made Super Mario World. He, he was, was part, part of, of it. Correct. Holy shit! Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah. It, the so yeah, Ed Murray. Wow, man! Yeah, dude. I would love to talk to somebody like that. But anyway, so it's it's called no top hat. I'll have the link. Anyway, something <laughs> historian, video game I can look it up right now, but I don't want to have dead air. Actually, what's your dope oh, shit? And then I'll I'll, I'll find God, it. God, my dope thing. Jeez, if I could pick, I have to pick one. Something that brings me a ton of joy. Um. Pat McAfee show does a lot for me. I, um, yeah, it's on YouTube, Pat McAfee. I think, uh, I think things like that are the future. And, uh, yeah, I just love where that is going and what it can do. And the fact they built their own audience and also they have, um, Pat McAfee who may be as weird as this may sound, the greatest punter of all time or someone that definitely, Changed the game for punting in football. And I know kickers and punters don't get a lot of uh, respect, Mm -hmm. but uh, that dude kind of influenced some things. And then also his co-host is A.J. Hawk, who is the leading fucking tackler, I think, at Ohio State, and then also the leading tackler on Green Bay. Mm -hmm. He won a Super Bowl back with uh, Rodgers, whatever else, 11 years ago and so forth. And they're just a bunch of goofballs, and they just have fun. And I think... You know, also, it's like what Andrew Schultz does. It's what I think those things are going to become the future. Oh, yeah. And definitely. Um, yeah. So anything of, of that that you could find on a YouTube or whatever, uh, Tim Dillon show, so yeah. forth, things like that. I love, I love Tim Dillon. Yeah. You're going to. Um, I knew him when he was straight. Oh, he was straight at one point. Uh, well, can't believe, I think he the gay is a stick. He didn't admit it to anybody. I, 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 don't whatever, but yeah. I don't even think he's gay. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that. He is or is I, don't, I don't think he is. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't... Maybe, I don't know. I don't think he is. That's why I like telling people I knew him when he was straight. 
But yeah, I've known that kid for years. So, gaming historian, as simple as that. Okay. That's the YouTube channel. Just dropped the story of Super Mario World. It did Tetris. It's very well made. It's like an hour long, and geek out over some video game history. How the game came about. Who were responsible for the music, for the sprites, for this. I mean, there's no plot in Super Mario, but like the graphics and the team behind it. It's fascinating. So, and also, may I say, uh-huh. uh, it's written by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, the real Anthony Fauci, I think, is a book everyone should read. Okay, we'll add yeah. that to the list. Yeah. All right, where can people find you? All that good Dude, stuff. The Tim Warner Show, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, whatever other dumb thing there is. <laughs> I don't know. We we put a thing up on this thing like Brussels sprout, whatever, and then it just goes everywhere. But uh, on YouTube, it's youtube.com backslash I am Tim Warner. Uh, my website is I am Tim Warner. All of my handles on social media are I am Tim Warner, and that's where you can find me. There you go. Check out the. It's actually, and I gotta say, this is standing doing the podcast. Is it's actually pretty this cool. This is nice. I, right? the thing is, I didn't know what to do with my hands the whole time. In my pocket, on the yeah, table. Right, right. I wanted, and I talk with my hands too. But yeah, it's okay. But I, I, I just me personally, I it, love the energy of standing and, up. And, and and you know what? It at the end of the day, it's yeah. refreshing. That's all I care about. Yeah, I'm good. Dope, with man. It. I'm good. I with really that. appreciate it. I thought I didn't know what to expect coming in. I thought, what a wonderful back and forth this was, I thought. Thank you. Yeah, man. I, I enjoy it. This, yeah. this is what I do. Like yeah, I said, I ain't making no money doing this. I ain't got no sponsors. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, maybe you not, do, I, I, but didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't, what else I say? Yes. Follow the feedback everywhere. BAK, of course, uh, on social media. Check out the archives. Leave a review. Go see Tim on stage, wherever you can. Follow him. Very funny. Don't get offended. Or he punch you in the face. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Dude, I am no, such no, a no, teddy bear. No, 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 yeah. Don't. He's, a lot of people think I'm a tough you know guy. What? The, the, I'm a the, fucking no, teddy you know bear. What? The, the, the Viking haircut for a second was like, oh, okay. I, this is another cat. But I don't this, judge a book by, by cover. It's a nice guy. No, no. You're the weirdest guy here. I think I think you're, you're, you're the new Leslie. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Give me a thong. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Tim, thank you so much for coming in. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao.